This aberration, whose only means of expression are wanton violence and destruction. that within every normal system there exists an aberration, something different. This weird aberration society. Welcome back to Mutual Aberration Society. I'm Ryan Jackson. Um, and today uh, I've brought back a return guest, uh, Grant Womack. Uh, what's good, Grant? Yeah. What's good? You know, I'm good. I'm good. Back at it. Happy to be back. Yes, sir. You know. Now today, um, I brought Grant on to talk about a specific film, and that is the 1995 heistish movie. <laughs> I say heistish. <laughs> uh, Gonad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, before I get into a little bit uh, on what Gonan is, um, and Gonan is um, amazing one, but uh, Grant, are you familiar at all with uh, Takashi Ishii? Or, or, no, or is he a no new, the is he only Takashi I've known is Mike. Mike? So, okay, well, yeah, this is the no, other. So this at is... first I was like, yeah. I was like, do I know who this person is? You know? Yeah, but, and this is what's mad. This is what's mad interesting. And this is, again, I like, like, this podcast is sort of a recording in real time of me sort of, like, discovering shit, too. Uh, now, I had kind of heard of Gonan before, um, but uh, I had never got around to watching it until recently uh, for this. Uh, but what got me to Gonan uh was me watching uh, another Ishii movie called, um, which easily I could have did an episode about with you, uh, called A Night in in Nude, right? And uh, like A Night in the Nude, yeah, A Night in Nude was so fucking good that I was like, holy shit, which, and it sent me down this, uh, this uh, Ishii rabbit hole. Um, and upon going down this rabbit hole, I came across, I was like, all right, let me, Gonan, okay, yeah, I remember here, and then I checked out Gonan, and I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, and I've kind of been, um, I'm kind of been on a whole kick of like really delving into to who to who this guy was as a filmmaker um, and why sort of a lot of his films still sort of live in obscurity um, and why sort of and what's interesting about him and to give a little backstory before we actually talk more about Gonan, um, looking into sort of who he was and and sort of uh, like how he got a start. He actually started. Um, in manga right and like before sure. he before he ever like you know written and directed anything um he was already kind of a big name um amongst sort of like the sort of aficionados you know uh, of sort of like you know the japanese sort of all of japanese sort of you know media and 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 he was a figure in manga for real and uh i believe uh he was uh the creator of angel guts the manga right and I think what I read about him was that like in like the late 70s, right, it was when he came out with the series and uh, Nikatsu Studio, which uh, I don't know if you know about uh, Roman pornos and like 
pink films are pinku pinku iga films in japan they're they're like, like i've heard of it well yeah so no. so to explain them they're they're like um pinku specifically uh pink films are like softcore japanese porn movies right and oh, okay. the in the, the yeah. katsu was like the biggest sort of studio that made them right and the name pink films came because the theaters that they played in were actually literal pink theaters and oh, like shit. what's interesting about the pink theaters were like um and shout out to a uh, former guest uh and filmmaker dave jackson who talked about this uh on his podcast uh show me something wrong with his co-host guy um was that the pink films are like these theaters where men would watch these sort of softcore uh japanese porn movies um they would go in these theaters and like literally uh they would get like they would get hand jobs from each other and and, and all, all sorts from of freaky yeah all oh. sorts of freaky uh, all sorts of other freaky shit would go on in these pink theaters right um <laughs> do you know if they sell pink theaters around at, well, well most of them are closed uh but apparently Makes there's sense the majority of them are closed there's not many of them around but apparently there's still maybe quite a couple um that are still that still exist in japan um We're bringing them back but, <laughs> but the katsu uh they wanted to uh you know they saw sort of the popularity of the angel guts manga i, I believe right and they they were like all right well let's make an angel guts series right um and they started with uh angel guts high school co-ed Right. And that was like a, like late 70s, um, I believe it sounds like 78. Right. And um, once they did that, that like obviously this is uh, a manga that Ishii himself created uh, for like the sixth film, which was called, I think, Angel Guts Red Vertigo in like 1988. Ishii was given the opportunity to make his sort of like debut as a, a writer director. Right. And so he made this red vertigo movie um and the funny thing about like pink films is like pink films are like really short right they're only like uh like an hour or a little bit over an hour so i think uh i think red vertigo is only like 70 minutes right um so he makes his debut um and immediately sort of uh what people start to notice about his his pink films were that his pink films were actually like had something to say and they were legitimate they were legitimate stories it wasn't just like oh yeah. an excuse for you know to show sort of you know uh sex and tna it had those elements but it was uh, immediately noticeable that like ishi's films were a lot more than that if anything um from 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 what i've seen so far um just delving down and watching several of his films in a short amount of time that like his films were more erotic than obscene um, and they definitely, they definitely have some, you know, some harsh shit. And I, I'm, as, as Gonan, you probably, you know, saw uh, some uh, little glimpses of that. In Gonan. Yeah. He goes harder in some other films. Uh, but just, it's very interesting because around the time um, that sort of filmmakers like Takashi Miike and, uh, you know, Sukamoto sort of got started to get international uh, recognition back in like late 90s, early 2000s and shit their movies were starting to get distribution and, and started to, they started to get a, their sort of uh, international break uh, in a way that Ishii didn't because they had more genre leaning titles. And while from my understanding, uh, Ishii's 
while he is he is in a genre, he's working in a genre. It's a very niche and specific genre. You know, it's very specific and niche to Japan. I mean, he did more than just. I mean, obviously, Gonen Gonen isn't a a, a pinku film, right? Gonen is a uh, it's a it's a yakuza crime movie, heist movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I feel like that's the closest you get outside of things that sort of are basically exploitation movies. Um, so he dabbles in pink pink films and sort of like these genre crime mashup movies so they didn't quite easily slot into like stuff that his counterparts you know like Mike and Tsukamoto did which is why he doesn't he's relatively I feel like unknown um amongst like at least from my knowledge like you don't hear a lot of people talking about him you know what I mean like I don't hear a lot of people talking about him and again that's the whole point of this podcast is to talk about shit that you know um people really don't talk about typically so with that being said, um, <laughs> I will do like I always do, and I will read the the brief sort of uh, uh, log line synopsis for Gonin. Um, and this one is the letterboxed uh, synopsis. So five men plot to steal a large sum of money from the local Yakuza, but everything does not go as planned, and the men find themselves hunted down by contract killers. Okay, it's not bad. <laughs> that, pretty that's pretty accurate it's pretty accurate that that pretty gives you plain and to the point pretty yeah exactly really really uh highlights highlights what the movie's about um now uh what was your what was your thoughts upon the first i don't know like the first 10 10 15 minutes of this movie what were you thinking because you know because it's kind of interesting minutes. yeah 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 yeah, you're right. Um, the way it opens, like with that dream and the uh, the water dripping and the alleyway and the sunshine, like I thought there was some beautiful shots that started it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, is this in the first 10, 15 when he's at the batting cage? Yeah, so it opens. Yeah, it opens um, with like, yeah, that, that, yeah. Uh, that opening shot of like Tokyo or, you know, and then like, it cuts to like it's raining and we see the like our lead characters at a, at the batting cages right yeah at the batting yeah. cages i was uh at first i was like what what am i getting into you know what's what's going on here and mm-hmm. i saw him like sweaty and stressed and he's angry and there's his phone keeps ringing and ringing and he ringing and this guy's like could you pick it up because you're annoying to show me he's like fuck you i'm not you know it's my <laughs> yeah. phone yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like extra aggressive for no reason, you know. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of <laughs> like, oh, okay, some some shit's coming, you know. Yeah. This is a little yeah. bit of foreshadowing with his uh, aggressive ass. But I was, they they were getting me on board. I was just kind of like, why why is he at the bad engages? You know, what's going on here? But you know, as it starts to progress and they go to the car, yeah. Um, it makes sense, you know, but they, they hooked me. Yeah. So, so it, it, the guy, I believe his name is uh, Mihikio Bandai. And I keep thinking about Bandai because I think about like the company that like the like, yeah, like Power Rangers, that. <laughs> like <Yeah>. Bandai. <laughs> so like he's the main, he's like our main character and he does have this interaction with this man at this batting cage, which leads to a confrontation uh, in the parking lot. Right yeah. after after because you know is he let, he's swinging his bat all fucking frustrated like you said and his phone's ringing and he won't answer it and the guy next to him is like hey could you please answer the phone because it's throwing off my concentration 
And he basically yeah. tells dude, like, man, fuck you, bro. Like, I, right. you know, <laughs> don't tell me what the fuck to do. And then dude actually approach he actually approaches him right on some aggressive shit almost low-key. Like he like, does. What did you, what did you like, say okay. to me? You know, and, yeah. <laughs> and dude just kind of you know, Bandai just kind of like walks away from him, like whatever. And that, but then he reconfronts him in the parking lot, right? Um, yeah. what's interesting about yeah. what's interesting about this guy, right? Is 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 that he is the lead character in uh uh a night and nude, right? Oh, he shit. plays he plays this sort of uh, kind of it's a typical sort of noir kind of like detective role almost because he plays this guy who who's a stand in like he's he's pe- people pay him to sort of he will he will stand in for you at funerals or whatever you need for money. Like oh, He will just okay. come and show up um, in yeah. that movie. And he's kind of like this down on down on your luck, like kind of guy again, the tropes of sort of noir. Right. He's very down on his yeah. luck. Yeah. constantly people people are constantly beating the shit out of him and but he's like the hero in that right so you get so yeah. when i saw him in this i was like oh he's like a welcome face i already knew kind of like from that movie like what this guy was capable of and he's a very interesting character in fact his turn is. Is, is this turn in his turn in this movie is goes real dark and you're like yo you can kind of you don't yeah. really kind of see it coming <laughs> right but you but really they, don't yeah but they have this confrontation where he he's he's about to leave he's, he goes to his car he's like got a lexus and shit you know and and as he's like goes to his car, he sees like there's a beer sitting on it. He takes the beer and then he turns and then he turns around and there's there he is with the bat, and he swings at him. But he he obviously dodges it. He, he punches dude, you know, and you know, and dude falls immediately falls and he's hurt, and he actually he like crumbles. yeah he just crumbles <laughs> and you know and 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 he's still pissed off. But like, but Bandai kind of like feels sorry for the guy, and like tries yeah. to help the dude. He's like, do you need to go to the hospital? And, and 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 then we see them in the car and he's like riding with him in the car and like he's asking bandai like uh you know like what he, first of all he's not actually being nice he's like kind of being a dick to bandai right which i mean like yeah he, he is being a dick he, yeah. he did sock him so I, I mean i get it yeah you know but but, but yeah, he's acting entitled in the car yeah like, and he's on the phone know. and he say he's talking with his his uh and this is the first time we hear him talking with his family right um and upon the first watch it you just think oh but like now that you've seen this movie once <laughs> it's com- yeah because i'm like completely bandai a- i'm like i didn't even know he had you wouldn't think he has morals at all mm-hmm. you know yeah, or like yeah. feels bad for people with everything that happens you know so but more specifically his the, the uh and i'm blanking on his name i should i should uh what is this guy's name? Because I don't. I know. I'm going to refer to him a few uh, times. The glasses guy. The guy with the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the lead of, of. Uh, his name is uh, now he's Neauto Takanaka. I'm really butchering these these Japanese. Yeah. But you doing better than me. He's the. He is the. He's in several several uh takashi ishii films like i said he's the lead in in a night nude but um in this in gonin he plays uh shohai ori ojigawa ogiwara ogiwara i really need to get step my japanese pronunciation (laughs) game up he so yeah he's he's uh shohai ogiwara ogiwara so so i'm just gonna call him uh uh, so 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 show he show he show she show she I'm gonna call him show she so easier yeah so yeah. uh 
Shoji, it's very interesting because, like I said, he's he hangs up with uh, his wife. We we assume he's talking with his wife, right, and his family. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he hangs up the phone, him. and we, he t- kind of tells uh, Bandai that like uh, he's lost his job, and he's like lying to his family about being away for work, and like, will you hire me? Because he notices that he has like, you know, he looks like a yeah. business guy, and he's like, you know, hire me. Here's me, and he even gives him his resume, right? Um, (laughs) which is kind of funny and then like bandai like which is again he we 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 go straight from this scene to to a club right and it's it's a wild yeah it's like (laughs) it is a very wild transition because it's like we don't know exactly like what the fuck's going on because we're like okay so he's got he's got showy with him and he goes to this club and we quickly realize that like he's the uh the proprietor of this club like this is his club right um because when he gets in there we see like people are like running out and he's walking in and there's this guy playing the music loud and then we look and like there's like yakuza on the sort of uh stage with a few women and they're like dancing and he like turns the music down right um literally not he turns it off like he yeah Yeah. it's like he runs the place where he steps in there yeah yeah and then he walks over to the guys the yakuza dudes on the stage and he's trying to talk to them and cl- the one guy who's like i guess like the the the, the underboss if you want to call it that he's like yeah. he's like trying to talk to him and he's like telling him like you know like you know it's time to close like you guys got to go and dude's like looks back at the guy who's up at the dj booth and he, and he turns the music back on and he's like totally like dismissing him he's like dancing really shitty and like yeah. like you know what i'm saying like and uh uh then this like as he's like trying to persuade him uh to like leave right um we get a a, a confrontation occurs right between him and the yeah, guy yeah it gets and, real yeah. chaotic in the disco you know <laughs> yeah and they like start fucking fighting and obviously uh uh show he steps up you know and like he got his bat on he got his bat on him yeah. like and he's like you know i'm trying to get a job like i could you know like yeah. he's like he tells him like you gotta leave you know and then like the yakuza dude's like man shut the fuck up and then like i yeah, yo, <laughs> so, yeah. and then a fight like i think he takes a swing at him with the bat and then they start a whole fight breaks out yeah he keeps swinging all like he's terrible with the bat he's not doing any damage you know right and so. uh then once this fight occurs right um and and bandai's getting hit uh we get to see Bandai sees a very uh, a very zesty, uh, zesty. <laughs> a very zesty <laughs> gentleman um, looking at him, <laughs> uh, and uh, like as he's being hit, right? And as he is hit, that's true. Get that- it's like the way they uh, close up <laughs> on him out of the corner eye. He's got like his zesty hair, yeah, giving him the eyes. It's like who is this guy? Right. You know. And we find this guy is a uh, Junishi Mitsi, Mitsuya. Mitsuya is what they call like Mitsuya. Right. Like and Mitsuya yeah. is we we're introduced to him in a flashback before. Right. Like like there's like before the batting cage scene, I believe there's like a little quick flash and we don't have any context of it. Right. Where Yeah. It's like there's a guy in the alley. alley. Or like he's like, like Bandai's like walking and he hears a commotion in the alley. And then as he gets further into the alley, he sees a man like beating on another man with a bat. And as that man, yeah, that he says something like something about like, uh, 
you want me to suck your dick? And it's yeah, like, I was like, about to say that. You're like, yo, what? <laughs> you know, and then like, what is going on? Yeah, and then like, as he's like, as he approaches, the guy looks back and they make eye contact, and then you see like this guy with the uh, makeup on his face and his hair is kind of he looks like a K-pop kind of like yeah like you know what i'm saying yeah. like a very zesty cape, zesty energy kind of like zoot suit ish no. kind of ish kind of yeah wearing. like very um very uh a twink he's like a twink right um yeah yeah accurate. and and yeah. so he's so when the fight happens with the yakuza and he's that's that's who he sees an actual uh, uh in the club and when they make eye contact and then he jumps in the fight right um yeah and he pulls a knife, right? And he actually, because he's he's tangling with the like the head sort of yakuza dude, uh, underboss guy, and he pulls a knife, and shit's about to get like fucked up. But then another guy comes in, um, and pretty much stops the whole shit because he he has he has a gun, right? Yeah. Um, and then and he's pretty much he gets everybody to leave. It's another yakuza guy, but it's a guy who kind of outranks the other dude, and like basically, uh, they break it up, and like that's when we sort of get the first kind of uh, exchange between uh, Bondi and this guy, um, Mitsuya, right? Yeah. And then from that, you know, Mitsuya is laying on the floor and he's like looking at Bandai and Bandai's looking at him and then, and then sort of uh, they cut to Bandai's house. Right. And it's like Bandai's taking him back to the crib. Bandai has this nice, you know, house with this dope view and, uh, and immediately, like, he tries to offer him a drink, right? And then, yeah. like, he hands him the drink, and then, like, he puts his hand out, and then he just lets the drink fall to the ground, right? And then immediately, he's on some, like, like, he starts to, like, you know, and he's got, again, like, I don't know, what, how would you describe his wardrobe? He has, like, this pink, this pink outfit, like, it's like a pink yeah. shirt with, like, it's like a suit. Again, it's like a very yeah. It's like a suit. It's that. It's definitely zesty. Z- I mean, it yeah. does remind me of like the seventies or something. Like it's very again, like, very flamboyant. Flamboyant is the right word. He, this guy, yeah. and he's peak flamboyant, right? Like he's peak. Like I don't even know. Like flam. He's he, his whole his whole deal is like that. You're like kind of wondering, like okay, like what's going on with these guys? Like like yeah, it's like his aura, his energy, right? The way he walks. It's like who is this guy? You know? Yeah, and they have this weird kind of like sexual tension between them, right? And yeah, you're like, I was gonna say it's like this homoerotic. It's very, it's very homoerotic, like to the point where it's like you know, um, he even you know they're having this sort of kind of fl- almost flirtatious confrontation. Yeah, it's like a flirtatious tussle. Right, right. <laughs> Where like, you know, uh, Mitsuya is kind of, uh, he, he's like, it's just weird aggression where it's like very, like, again, it's like he's like walking, he like pulls a knife on him as they're yeah. talking, right? And then sort of Bandai the whole time is like very stoic almost and very sort of like, yeah. he's like looking at this man who's like, you know moving and sauntering around in front of him and he like very sa- you know like <laughs> but it, and they're like extra close with the right knife, like right face right. to face you know yeah and then like uh mitsuya is kind of telling him like you know like i i blackmail like you know rich guys who are who, who, who yeah, like he said uh rich queers rich queers <laughs> right i black i blackmail rich queers and and all of this shit right um and 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 you sort of get this sense of like is it the this is like he at, at a certain point like bandai gets tired of like 
Mitsuya's like games and he like grabs his wrist right and they're like he has the knife and he's like walking him backwards and shit and and he's telling him like you know because because Mitsuya makes a comment about how like he must have a lot of money because he has this nice place and he's all this shit and that and that's when uh 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 he says I'm in trouble you know what I'm saying like and I'm yeah and like he's I don't know do you remember quite what what he says about the hundred million like he like, he basically says because i just watched it before this podcast like yeah yeah, yeah so i'm it. saying that's so fresher says, on your mind than mine yeah yeah. yeah he says like would you be down he basically says would you be down to get a hundred million yen instead of my little wallet which isn't mm-hmm. really worth anything mm-hmm. you know and he's like trying to recruit him you know um and then he cuts he like forces the guy to cut him or he cuts himself with the damn with his own knife right but before yeah. he does that dude dude starts laughing and then he like he like oh yeah he, he rips pulled, his... he rips his he whips his wig off we see his real hair <laughs> then he like rubs his face against the glass until all of his makeup that shit off. shocked me yeah so you then know, you get I was you, like whoa and it was like it's like the moment where the character's like revealing himself to him it makes it almost even more intimate right cuz he's like yeah. he pulls the wig off he rubs his face all hard as fuck on the glass and turns around and you see it like his, his black lipstick's gone. It's just like you get to kind of really see him. Right. And he kind of yeah. looks at him and he says, yo, you're not even queer. Right. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> like you're not even queer. Are yeah, you? And he saunters away. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then so then he starts to like strip down. Right. And this is the part yeah. where, it's, where it's like, I'm like, yo, what? He's like, he's like, I dress like he tells him as he's taking his clothes off. He's like, that's when he says the line about like, I think. Right. Where he says, like, I dress like this to blackmail rich queer guys, right? And and yeah, and, I think he follows up on it with something else too, where well, I, yeah, it made I, me question how zesty he really is. You know? <laughs> yeah, because there is a little bit of that where you're like, is this guy like, you know, is he like bisexual? Is he like, is this all for like, but you're like, I don't know. And this movie plays with that the whole time too, which is it very does interesting. Play with it this is a very time, interesting yeah. thing. This is like a, you know, this, I figured this is like, this is like mid nineties. So I feel like that is kind of on brand, but he's like, yeah. you know, he's taken off his, his, his clothes. He's like, I, I need to take a shower. And he's like, I'm sweaty. Yeah. And the way he's taking his clothes off is like super performative, right? Like it's like a whole show. Yeah. He off. like spins. It's, yeah, almost it's like, like a strip tease. It's uh, like, it a, like a routine. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing like a strip tease as he's like moving towards like where the shower is. Right. Uh, there's like a little like curtain thing with like, it's got like a Buddha's face on it. <laughs> Before he goes back there, he stops at the door and he slides behind where that fucking curtain is. And you see, it's like his leg appear out of it. Like, like a fucking like one of those women yeah, it's like he's seductive yeah like one of those leg out, like, right ooh, it's like yeah and he's know. at this point we know he's fully nude you know what i'm saying like he's took his drawers yeah. off behind his boxers or whatever the fuck he was wearing his briefs uh behind yeah. that curtain and he's like puts his leg out and peers out like one of those women at like uh, a fucking burlesque show or some shit or uh yeah. <laughs> and then then he like then we see him walk from the walk out the other side at ass nude and into the bathroom and they're like okay this is an introduction of <laughs> oh man he does he does say it too he's like make sure you get me some clean uh he used a certain word he basically said underwear yeah um yeah. but i forgot was something crazy but so after lot. yeah so after that like first sort of initial introduction to to this character um we see ben he him he goes with bandai but he i think he waits in the car and Bandai goes down to this office building um, to 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 meet with the yakuza, 
uh, and this is where we sort of get the first uh, interaction between him and sort of the the boss, right? Because we haven't seen yeah. the boss, like who those Yakuza guys at his club actually work for. Um, and this is establishes, and we and it also shows the cameras, which is very important. Um, to we see like as he's walking through, uh, you see him scoping out everything. Like he's like, it shows the cameras at the door. He looks at the garage that's like got the the metal shutter with where there's a yeah. where there's the white like uh, bins parked, and he looks at that, and then he walks up the steps, and you see him in the office, and that comes back into play with this, you know uh, later when when they actually do the heist. Um, yeah. But when he's in there waiting to talk to the boss, uh, the first thing he does or he's made to do is get down on his knees. Right. Uh, to yeah. talk. He's like, because they're like, yo, you have to talk to talk before you talk to him. You have to get down literally on your knees. Yeah. Show us some respect. Right. Have to like know. straight up. They bitch him out. Right. Like because Bandai yeah. owes them money. And we realize that like the reason he was able to like start this club was because he took I guess he took out this loan right from these Yakuza yeah. people and they have him you know and, and the whole plan of them is to sort of like squeeze this guy you know um as they as they do right and you kind of you kind of get the sense that like okay like Bondi this is the reason why he wants to not only does he need the money because he owes these guys but he's also like these guys humiliate him you know what i'm saying yeah, they, they're, they're sort of, of he's tired of their shit right and he's a guy with pride he's clearly a guy who takes yeah. himself seriously and has pride and he's tired of like dealing with these yakuza so what's a better way to fuck them is to rob them and then you know and, and kill two birds with one stone i mean now there's a whole there's a whole list of reasons why that's a that's kind of not the best idea <laughs> when you nah, first think about it nah. but but you're you're but you, you know that's beside the point uh it kind of lets itself uh 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 play itself out but what's interesting is as as he's trying to talk with the boss and he's asking the boss for more time to pay back the money, um, another character is brought in by the sort of Yakuza thugs and they're like throwing him around and shit. And uh, he looks like real dirty. Um, and they find out like that he's like. He wants he works in some capacity with them, right, but he's upset because he we, what we discover about him is that he runs the batting cages right but there's a tie there's a tie girl that he wants them to give her her passport right now this tie girl yeah. is a she's she's in the country and she's working as as, as a, a sex worker right she's like but apparently this guy uh he jimmy he's like he really loves her and he does work he's part of he's connected to the yakuza they're like yeah yeah you know what i'm saying he's like kind of part of the gang but they're like really kind of like you know they don't really respect him that much and a whole sort of fight breaks out you know when he gets in there because he like punches on in like three or four of the guys he's, he's like whooping everyone yeah, like, they right? they're like they hold st- on let's just give you what you want the, right and the boss know? makes him stop right and then they like and then the one guy like the underboss dude like put it pretty much puts his arm around his shoulder and walks him out and says don't worry man we're gonna figure this out right and yeah. then that's when the boss sort of literally has first time he like gets up and talks, but then he turns his attention back to, uh, to Bondi who's on the, on the floor and he tells him, Oh, I think he tells him get back big, on big the deck down on him. <laughs> yeah. And then he like literally steps on his hand and shit. Right. And you're like, fuck. So, you know, yeah. and then you see Bandai like looking up all pissed and you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, you really get in the sense of like, okay, Bandai really, really, really wants to, fuck these people right like you these yakuza right yeah. and then it cuts to him at a uh uh 
I guess it's a it's one of those Japanese sort of uh, pseudo brothel kind of uh, bar places. Right. Where and we know that's yeah. the fact because he's sitting there and it's just he's with three women and they're like asking him for money, you know, um, and he's like, uh, you touch me, you know, like uh, something to that effect. Like you touch me. Yeah. You pay yeah. Me. He, they were like, you paid for three. You did three of us. Uh, and what the hell did he say? He was like, no, nah, I only did one of you or something like that, you know, trying yeah, to but skirt. He, but he didn't any, he didn't do anything really. He was just literally paying yeah. for their meals and shit. And then like, they call for the boss, like boss, it's a weird guy. He doesn't want to pay. Yeah. Cause he's like, this place is a ripoff. But what we discover is that he's actually there to look for, he's actually asking the girls about a, a, a guy who works there, an ex-cop. And that's who yeah. he's really looking for, right? So as he's going to leave, he gets into uh, something with uh, uh, the bartender, right? But that's when yeah. the, they start to get into a little a, a little uh, like exchange where they're kind of like wrestling. But that's when he hears Hizu, that's, that's ex-cop. He's like, Hizu, help, right? And then that's when Bandai looks, in turn, looks over his shoulder and he sees Hizu, right? And like immediately there's recognition there, right? That's who the, he was looking for. And immediately he's who hits him, right? Punches him. And then yeah. it's a flash to where we get sort of a, a quick glimpse at the backstory of, of him and Bandai, right? And we see like Bandai walking down the steps of the club and then like yeah. him walking up and like uh, we get the sense like, oh, he's a cop and he's like harassing Bandai. And like, basically he's who has lost his job as a cop, right? And like, yeah. uh, because he was, I don't, and, and, and I don't know, like, since you just watched it, do you remember sort of the particulars upon that? Cause I don't, I'm kind of trying to recall, you know, I'll tell you, cause I was trying to think, like, I feel like they glaze over it and mm -hmm. to tell you the truth, the entire movie, I'm going to have to watch it again. Cause mm -hmm. I felt like it's so rich. Um, yeah. a lot of the elements and the details where even after I was done, I was like, this is great, but what? trying to remember right. so, every Gonan, thing. so Gonan is is called and a part of this is like what we're setting up is that hit the team of five right because yeah. the movie is called the five i think that's the english translation right and there's also uh, a second movie Gonan two which is called which is uh five women so this move this one is oh, five shit. men and Gonan the sequel is five women and f i think it's like five 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 women pull like a jewelry store heist or some shit so oh, it's kind shit. of the same premise the gender swap it but it, yeah, so so you're introduced to like so first we meet we've met uh, Shoei the guy at, at the baseball cages right the guy who's with the family who's lost his job, and then we've and that's one member. Then we meet the guy Jimmy in the office who works at the batting cages who who's in love with this Thai woman who this yakuza have her passport and are keeping her you know in this country to do a, like basically be a prostitute, and then we meet this ex cop Jimmy. I mean, not, not yeah. Jimmy. Um, Jimmy's the other guy. We meet the S-Cop Hizu. Um, so that's already we meet four of, of, of the sort of uh, five men. Well, actually, and I skipped one because Hizu's the fifth guy. The, the, thir the third or fourth guy was, was uh, Mitsuya, which is the, yeah, yeah, the, Mitsuya, the, yeah. the, the, the gay guy who did the strip show in, his, in, 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 in yeah. Bandai's yeah. house. So that's like, so we see Hizu, that's our five. And each time he's gets a you know um except for jimmy right jimmy he kind of eyes right but immediately when he comes to see hizu at this place and they actually are outside of the of of the place after he's like punched him and shit he's taught he's telling him like like i i want to rob the yakuza 
you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's, he's appealing to him like immediately. Cause he knows that he lost his job. Like because of, because of these, this Yakuza and he's striking and he's like, remember, remember what happened? And he's like, basically saying like, you know, like, let's just rob him. Like th- yeah. they're the reason you no longer, you know, are a cop, you know what I mean? And it's like, they're the reason you lost your job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. like, and he's like, yeah. you know, he's you might like, as well, you might as well. Yeah. And he like walks away, but he keeps talking and he's saying like, you know, you have to pay alimony to your ex-wife and like, he's going through this whole thing. And we think he's talking like he, to nobody. Right. Because they're, yeah. they're literally called, they you hear from inside. He's there's another weird guy, like a weird customer. We need your help. Yeah. Right? She comes down from the balcony. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Hey, there's another weird fucker. You know? But, but as, as he's walks away and, and Bondi continues his sort of pitch to why all the reasons why he should, he should come in and like help him pull off this heist. Uh, we think, Oh, he, he just walked away, but, but he turns around when he hears, from inside hezu are you coming and he turns around and sees he's shadow it's like a silly you know and, and he sees oh he's still he's listening the whole time and then he walks off so it's yeah. like already you're like oh shit like you know is, what's gonna happen like is he gonna you know and obviously we know what's gonna happen he's gonna fucking join it in order to do the heist that's why it's called going in the fight yeah <laughs> you know uh and then it cuts to this scene which is a funny ass scene um which is at the club and we see uh, Mits- uh <laughs> mitsuya dancing like with oh, some yeah, chicks there, right the so, club is at yeah. this point the club is jumping right right now it's open it's yeah jumping. it's really it's popping there's popping a bunch of japanese point, women yeah. and people on the floor and like and like mitsuya's in the middle of it and he's like dancing with this chick and getting all freaky and shit like and just dancing yeah. like you know how gay dudes dance with women and shit right yeah but then another dude pops in walks up and we get which is interesting because we get to find out who this guy is but another guy walks up and he's he start approaches mitsuya and they they just start like you know dancing with each other and shit and they're like yeah and it's real like you know like it's real zesty you know and they and and they're both like steamy yeah they're like (laughs) they're like grinding on each other in the middle of the dance floor and the whole time like bondi's watching this like bandai's like the staring he is watching it yeah just stoically just kind of watching him you know and you can't you don't quite understand still like what's their relationship like like does he like this dude like why is he so interested in this guy like is it is this like what is this like because you can't quite yeah, you don't quite know if this on? is like consensual yeah. like a mutual attraction it's, you don't is quite this know a crush like, right like yeah. you don't kind of know right and and then it cuts from that to uh this is the we we see the uh I don't, i'm not trying to remember her name the thai the thai woman that they refer to in the office when jimmy's trying to get the passport now yeah, yeah. bandai goes to see her because he's trying to find jimmy right um and he's like literally asking like and she, immediately when he approaches her she's like doesn't want to talk she runs away she thinks something's up she thinks he's a cop and he's you know what i mean yeah. i think right and he has literally he literally tells her like i'm not a cop and he asks her like you know like do you speak japanese because she's she's from she's from thailand right and he's like yeah. telling her like don't worry like i just I, I, where's jimmy at? i need i need jimmy right and as as that happens right like, because again, they're like in some sort of like district where like, uh, you know, I don't know if it's like uh, Shibuya or some one of these sort of like uh, red light district areas in Japan. where yeah. there's A lot of like sex workers and shit, because immediately when he's trying to get get this information from her, like the cops, like literally jump on the women out there. That's like vice or somebody. They, and do, like, yeah. they start rousting these girls. And like, so he takes her and runs and they run away and hide from like from this like and he's like hiding with her and like they manage to avoid like uh 
getting caught or her getting arrested right and then at yeah. that point like she kind of has earns he kind of earns her trust and then she takes him to see uh where jimmy's at right and he's like well, you know and then that's when they go to the batting cages right i believe it's that's 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 where he figures out that like and that's where we figure yeah, out that jimmy so, actually yeah. jimmy actually works there and kind of like runs the behind the shit keeps the machines going and shit so he asks jimmy like at that point like you know will you come in and like help us do this heist and jimmy's like nah bro i'm not doing this shit you know and he's like trying yeah. to persuade him and shit and he's like nah it's too dangerous he's like i'll pay you in advance and, and and he's like you know uh no i'm not it's it's it just sounds too good to be true yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm not doing this and then the and then the girl like the she's like you know tells him like jimmy this guy saved my life you know like you know and jimmy's still like nah nah fuck that like you know and he yeah. even like he even like at a certain point tells them like you know like you know i'm not doing this and 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 and, and i think Bandai makes the last appeal like yo we could get her passport and get her back to Thailand and you could have so much money but Jimmy just like shuts the door on him right but as he yeah. shuts the door we see him sort of like looking and contemplating and then he and then we see like oh there's like okay he's like considering this right and as they're leaving yeah. we see them he runs up to them and says something to them about uh I forget what he says something about like tomorrow's race or some shit right so feel like that yeah. to that effect and actually yeah. why he's out there why he's out why he's out there uh he's actually swinging a bat too right yeah so he's already there yeah. so that's when they cut to them at this bar right this uh, at at the club i think right so at the club yeah they're at the club so so it's it's jimmy he's bondi um mitsuya and and we don't even we don't even see a show he yet right because he hasn't actually officially came into the fold but he's there we just nah, don't know he he's there yeah but so yeah. like they're like he's like literally there with these these with with these three and the girl the girl's there too right and 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 and, and he's talking with Hizu about pulling this you know let's 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 rob the yakuza because they got this safe in the office and you we and you know where the key is and we could just yeah. and, and, and it was a lot of money in there and it's like. And, and he's trying to explain this to like he's who the ex-cop why they should do this and he's like he's clearly like interested in but he's also sort of like very skeptical and like he's I like unsure yeah, yeah. and he's like who we're we gonna use we're gonna use these guys you know what i'm saying and he looks in his fucking of course jimmy and like mitsuya are like fighting and the girls like in between them like trying to break them up and shit because jimmy's like i'm not doing this even though he showed up there like which is funny right yeah <laughs> but as he's doing this shit right uh uh fucking bandai's like all right it's off and he goes to walk away but that's when he's like punches him right he stands up and like punches him and as yeah. he's walking away like fucking uh mitsuya run walks up to him to stop him and then he punches him and then if they start fighting then he pulls a knife out <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's like this whole mess. it's like this whole exchange of like this clusterfuck of like and but he's on the floor holding a knife to him and then he has his finger in his fucking pocket and he's acting like he has a gun right yeah but then he like looks at him and he sees like blood dripping and he's like, oh, you're like, you like, you're faking motherfucker. And he like jumps up with the knife right? Yeah. and they start and he like jabs at him and he like grabs his arm to like disarm him. And as he's doing that and like he like throws him and he flips him to the ground. He pulls a real gun from his back. So he has a gun the whole time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he thought he was he, he was bluffing, but he wasn't. Uh, he, he was, was strapped, though. Like yeah. he did have he, he did yeah. have the burner on him. Like for real. Uh, <laughs> And before they, before he could do anything though, like 
Bandai comes in, right, and stops him, you know. And and I believe Jimmy says something, and then he's who points the gun on him. And that's when from from the shadows, uh Shoei comes out, right? He's like, who is because yeah. he says something, yeah. he's like, who is it come out? And then we see him with his goofy ass come out with his class. Yeah, he's <laughs> always I mean? looking goofy as yeah, hell yeah, throughout yeah. that time. Yeah, movie. he comes out with his you little know. fucking, you know, his little band-aid on, <laughs> on, his, on the side of his mouth and his glasses, and he's like laughing and shit. And he said, I heard everything, you know, and he's like laughing and, and do, twitching like weirdly, right? Yeah, yeah, he is always right. He's got, got like this weird, weird movement. Move, his whole body movement, his physical performance yeah. is great. And this is another thing about him, which was, was so good about him in like a night and nude. He's just very good at playing this sort of like weird, goofy, like again, like and then he like grabs the girl and he starts doing this spastic ass dance where it looks like he's having a fucking stroke. <laughs> And you're like, okay, and you're just looking at these, and then like I think Jimmy and the girl like join in, right? And then it's like you see Bondi just like looking, and and, and he's and him and Hisu like look at each other, and he's like, well, what are we gonna do? And then you just realize like they're fucked. Like at this point, I knew they were fucked because I'm like, this yeah. is the fucking squad. Like this is a squad. Yeah, like, I was like, you're t- you didn't really think about like your team. You like you got bodies, about, right? Like you didn't think about this team you've assembled. Like this is not a this is not a fucking like top-notch team dog like yeah. you know what i'm saying but whatever fuck it we going with it right we're gonna rob these yeah jokers. so um at that point like we see them like staking out uh the fucking office right um because they're just about to pull this heist like they don't even it's you could tell and this is what i liked about this too like this shit wasn't planned like for real like they literally are like talking yeah, about you could it. tell it was just kind of like let's Right. And so the next scene, there. they're literally outside of the spot ready to do it. Right. Yeah. And they're like in the van waiting. Right. And they're like waiting for Jimmy to go up to the door. And like as they're doing it, fucking uh, what's to do? Uh, Shuey's like trying on multiple fucking ski masks. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. ski mask, ski mask. He puts on like finally he finds a black ski mask so he can put his glasses on through it. Right. Yeah. He's like changing this, put the ski mask on and this shit. <laughs> And he's like ski mask and guns. He's like, you know, we'll do the job perfect. And he like puts, he's like picks a gun up, and then like literally, he's who has to grab the gun from him. Like, he's like, get your finger off the trigger, you goofy yeah, ass. Yeah, what are you I'm doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and you're like, okay, so and 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 then they look for like Jimmy to as Jimmy like walks towards the door where the camera is, and he buzzes, and he's like looks up at the camera, and we see inside like the fat yakuza guy sees Jimmy's face, and he's like asking him if he could come in. But dude's not trying to let dude in. He's like, you're out the gang now, dog. Like, nah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not like they we kicked you out. Like, you ain't you can't yeah. come in this fucking office. You like, you know what I'm saying? And and uh, and like Jimmy tries, he appeals, and dude even opens the door to come down to him to talk to him. And yeah. like, and and they think, oh, he might get in, but ultimately, dude just shoves him and he says, like, you're not one of us now, so just get the fuck out. Yeah. So like, basically, <laughs> Jimmy just turns around and like looks at the van and like he's like, I. You know, what, what am I, I going to do? I tried, yeah. right? <laughs> and at this point, that's when Bandai's like, fuck it, I, I'm going to go do it. Because they he knows that they will let him in because he owes them money, right? And the, Yeah, the, so he, they'll fuck with him or right, whatever. Right, right, right. So know. they'll immediately buzz him up because they figure, oh, like, it's about the money, right? So yeah. he, he says, fuck it, I'm going to go, even though he's just like, yo, don't do it. And he's like, nah, he's like, how else, how else, how else the fuck are we going to get in? You know what I mean? Right. So he you know. goes... He literally goes up to the door, right? And then he basically tells them, like, yo, use me as a, a fucking decoy. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, so. Yeah, which was smart. Right, you know? right. 
So as he's walking, he's telling, he's like literally walking towards it. He's like trying to like motion to Jimmy as they pass, like, get the fuck, go, go, get the fuck out the way. <laughs> you know, Jimmy's like, yeah. kind of like slow. He's like, what are you talking about? You he know? is real fucking slow. Right. He's you slow. Know. And like, you know, again, this is not the, the most elite team of like heist people. Right. But so he's, nah. he shows up at the door and uh, the guy immediately opens the door to let him in. And Jimmy's still there. And he literally, Jimmy tries to go in <laughs> and he like tells him to fuck <laughs> off. And he's like fighting with the fat guy. <laughs> And the fat guy is like fucking like uh, as they're struggling, the door is wide open and Bandai standing there just kind of watching them struggle. That's when the band, the van pulls up and the fucking yeah. sliding door slides out. And then the three of the like, I think uh, Shui, Mitsuya and fucking uh, Hisu hop up, masked out with pistols. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? They walk ready. up to him, like, you know. and he's like, a dude's like, fat dude's like, oh shit, right? And yeah. so <laughs> that's when they, like, you know, put the guns on him and pretend that, like, you know, they're taking uh, fucking Bondi with them as a hostage, right? Into the fucking yeah. inside, right? So they store him inside and they go up into to where the office is, right? And uh, I believe, like, us, Jimmy's with him, but then like I think Shuey tells him to like wait. Like good things come to those who wait. Yeah. There's some shit. Yeah. Tells him like we don't need yeah. you, right? <laughs> so they burst into the fucking office and like the, the dudes are like playing like Mejong or some shit. I don't know what they're playing. I don't think yeah. they're, they're not. It looks like Mejong, but they're Japanese. They're, they're so just sort of like chilling and yeah, yeah. They're playing a game for sure. And I don't know what yeah. good game it is, but like yeah. So but they then they see the fucking mass gunman and they run in and dude like. I think it's Mitsuya like jump runs over the table and this is like really dope ass shot of him running across yeah, the table and like yeah. sliding like and, and they pull the guns on him like literally and they're like yo like open the fucking safe we know there's you know like, where's the key and like they're like well, the key's not here and then do one of them says uh well, we yeah, know they there's just the key. Lying. yeah like we know there's a key yeah. under the fucking desk you know what I mean like <laughs> you know yeah and a few of them are just acting on phase like you know they've all whatever. got their hands up though they all got their hands up and but yeah. the one the underboss dude is the one who <laughs> who really tries his luck because that because the rest yeah. of them have their hands up and even he does and 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 they're like counting down like yo like we're gonna count like we count oh, down yeah, to like five yeah. or if you don't give us the key we're gonna i'm gonna shoot the boss right and then the last one the one guy says you know like why be afraid of guns like we're yakuza right he gets Ryakuza. like, and he like, fuck, he's yeah. like and he stands up. And I was says, like, oh, no. Nah. Right. And, that, and and he and then that's when fucking uh, it's shoot it's Shuey that shoots him, literally shoots yeah. him in the chest. Right. And at that point, you could see like, oh, shit, the shock registers across everyone's face. Yeah. Even, like, even there is like, oh, shit, yeah. this, this shit just went left. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't plan on yeah. shooting one of these guys. Yeah, right. Like we didn't want to right. kill anybody. We just want the money. But it's too late now. Yeah. Right. So so at that point, yeah. like that's when they get the the one guy basically gets the key to the fucking safe and he opens it and as he's opening it he tells him like yo just to leave it because he knows there's another gun in there too like so just don't even like just leave it open yeah. and get the fuck out the way yeah right and that's when uh and then shuey has the bag on his back so he like runs over to the fucking safe and like I'll starts say the level of responsibility that they, has had right they, he, there's like, no way this the guy best should, person right to be there's doing no way this. he should have this responsibility right right so it's this tense yeah. moment of like him like everyone's like fucking got their hands up and they got the, the guns on him and he's like emptying the money and then like there's another guy who, who bandai sees is like his hands coming down you know slowly yeah, he he's like the... watching but he's got to pretend that he's like you know part of the fucking being you know he's not there like with them but as he's doing, as this is going down too, we notice that uh, in the safe that uh, Shui sees like passports, specifically yeah. passports from Thailand, right? And it kind of quickly flashes to that, right? Which comes back immediately after. Yeah. But, but um, 
as Bandai seeing the guy reach for his coat, he pulls out like a fucking box cutter and Bandai decides, oh, I'm going to turn around and act like I'm going to run. And as he does that, that gets their attention over to where he is. And then the guy with the right. fucking knife has to like abandon like his fucking plan and like basically get that yeah. point because they would see him. And then like as a commotion happens and then he literally runs out like Bandai like runs away. Yeah, it does run all the way out. Yeah. yeah. And as he's going down, he's stopped by like the little garage carport area by another dude in a suit. Right. And a fucking car pulls in there. Right. And he's like, hey, where are you going? <laughs> and he fucking stops. And, and then at the same time, we see the boss and the boss is like walking down the steps, but he's got a gun to the back of his head. And the guy who's talking to, to Bandai doesn't know that yet until we see the guy with the ski mask, like reveal himself. And then dude's like, oh, shit. Right. And then at yeah, that I point, think he like even says hey to the boss right 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 like, right right, right. You know. and that's when they go into the fucking garage area all of them come out right and and then there's there's like a whole fucking standoff with them and like they make the yakuza guys lay on the fucking ground and lay on the floor and and then the boss like they have the boss with them as they back up towards the van the band is like i think uh, one of them grabs the van and pulls it up right outside of the garage and then they finally throw the boss down and like make eye contact with fucking uh, Bondi one more time. And he's like, go, go, yeah. go. Like, you know, and as he's like laying on the fucking chest, chest to the fucking floor. And then they, they yeah, pull off. like, get the fuck out of here. Right. And then they pull yeah. off and they escape with the money. And then the Yakuza get up and they like fucking run after him. But it's useless. They got away. Right. But yeah. immediately the boss is fucking pissed. Like he like takes he's one of the pissed. guns and he's just like shooting it at it. nothing. He's and just shit. shooting it in the air. And then he just yeah. starts smacking like every guy. Like, he's punching everybody. Punching everybody, everybody. Smacking all of his men. You know what I'm saying? Like Bandai like, gets fucked up. You know. Yeah, he smacks each each one of his guys. He like smacks the shit out of right. And like <laughs> and like uh, he and then the one guy he's like really like starts to hammer because he's like like basically blaming him. Like why did you open the safe? Like literally he's like kicking him and shit. And then he looks yeah. at Bandai and he's like, what, what the fuck are you looking at? Like, yeah, that's when he beats the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like um, he goes to grab a fucking uh, a blade. Or no, you're right. He asked for the blade. And then that's when the back of the back, the back door of the car that the guy who pulled up, who initially ran into Bandai, uh, it opens and we see a man step out. And this is like the boss's boss. This is like the yeah. OG fucking Yakuza. Yeah, the OG boss. Right. This yeah. is like, yeah, he he, he, he kind of comes out as like calm your ass down. Yeah, he steps you know? out in the mask. He, he's got the master splinter fit on. Like, you know, yeah, what I'm so you know it's official. Right. He's got the like, whole oh, fit. Okay. Like it's the kimono <laughs> joint with the motherfucking them hard ass slippers. <laughs> he, he got his cane. He got a cane. Literally, know. it's the same outfit that Splinter and Ninja Turtle wears. It's, like, it's true. And this is Nomoto, right? I think that's his name, Nomoto, right? Uh, yeah right i think that was his name i and think like, so and and literally at that point like he asked him like uh how much or or maybe the boss's name is namoto i'm kind of blanking on this but either way he kind of asked how much money was stolen and then he tells him and then he looks to one guy and that's when the guy pulls out the knife and then he hands it to the boss like because the boss has got to like do what he's got to do at first i thought he was about to like commit seppuku or some shit right like, oh, like yeah oh, that's why i because i was like this is serious right yeah now, yeah you know? so you're like, like oh fuck but then like cuts back to them back uh the guys back at the fucking bar um what you really think about it, it's pretty stupid for them to go right again this whole plan was stupid it was pretty stupid for them the to whole, go back there right yeah you know what I mean? like but whatever um but they're sitting there thinking like yo like oh shit like 
like is everything going to be okay like did bandai get killed like like yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we don't know like you know what i'm saying like uh and also another funny thing shuya is on the phone and we hear him talking with supposedly his wife again where he's like i got a great souvenir to bring you honey bye yeah you know, he's hyped like right, his right, life right. has changed and and the other guys are all sitting there fucking just like fuck like what are we gonna like you know like like uh yeah. they're worried about like what happened with bandai and they're and they're thinking like yo like dude probably got killed like you know what i'm saying like um yeah and like i believe at this point um it's like Hizu's there and 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 Mitsui is there, and I think uh they're just like at the bar, just like sitting there smoking and like you could tell like Mitsui is like really like literally looking down at the fucking bar, and he's just like distraught, like because yeah he's, he is real distraught. He's worried about his yeah. his, his his love toy, you know, because he's really yeah got, yeah at this point it's like very clear is, like yeah. that he's got he's he's got a thing for, for yeah for they got Bandai. something there's yeah. something there you know what I'm saying. And like literally, as as Shui gives the gun to to um to Hisu, like I'm gonna leave, and then that's when like Masuya gets up, like like fucking pissed off, like what do you think you fucking why did you shoot that dude? Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you fucking got Bandai killed, motherfucker. Why you shoot that dude? Like you know what I'm saying? And he's yeah. like, he's like, Bandai's not gonna get killed. Don't worry. I think that's Hisu said because the Yakuza aren't stupid. They they they, they don't want to take over the bar. You know who who would take over the bar? Like they want him yeah. under his thumb. And at that point, literally Bandai walks in and he's like, they're not stupid. He holds his hand up and he shows it like, oh, they cut his finger off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it sounds As like a little proud moment where he's like, hey, I made it. You yeah. Know? Now, from that point, right after this horrible heist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Down, right. <laughs> Fucking we see uh, Jimmy with the girl, the his his girlfriend, you know, the 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 tie. The, the, the sex worker girl yeah. <laughs> yeah and she's like super happy and she's like putting she has like money and she's like putting it under like the fucking like pillows and shit of the beds i guess of the other women that live that she lives with there uh you know given i guess you know she's sharing the wealth so to speak and she's like hyped up to yeah, leave uh, or whatever right and she's like even comes up to jimmy like passport please and 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 jimmy's like <laughs> He's like, I got to get you, I got to get you a forged passport, but like, we got to wait. Like, we can't, you know, like, we got to wait. He's trying to explain her. There's like a language gap because she, you know what I'm saying? So he's like trying to explain yeah. her. Like, you know, we got a 15 days. We got to wait like 15 days. Like, you understand? And she's clearly just smiling, has no fucking idea. And no he's telling clue. her like, we got to keep, we got to keep out of sight until like, you know, for a little bit before we head to Thailand back together. Plus I got to get you a fucking passport right and she keeps saying like ticket passport she just has no fucking yeah idea. and you know what i'm saying and she's and just like, so excited yeah you know and like jimmy gets frustrated like i told you like like i can't go to thailand like you know what i mean like i can't go right yeah. now like and then she gets really fucking upset right like at this point she, yeah like, she gets, gets pissed heartbroken hurt shit, right yeah and he's like trying to explain to her and he's like you know you you deserve it and like you, we're gonna get you back to thailand and she's not trying to hear it because she probably just doesn't even understand what he's saying really yeah she's and, just flipping the fuck she even out. says like jimmy don't you like me or some shit right and then she says you lied yeah. to me yeah and, you like, liar and then like she just has like, a whole meltdown <laughs> yeah and she's like throwing shit at him and shit and then she's like goes back up into the room and he has to like chase her back up into the room right and like as he's like trying to uh like tell her that it's like it's not true and i want you to be here and be really happy and all this fucking shit uh 
at some point, right during this whole thing, um, does she does she like throw the passport at him? I feel like she does. I, yeah, yeah, yeah she like there's pull, something like that because I remember the yeah passport. she like pulls the she passport out of her purse and throws it at him, which is kind of funny because she's literally like pass give me passport please, but she has the passport the whole time. You know, right. like, but again, I think it's a language thing. Like, I don't think she understood, yeah. like, you know, so she doesn't quite know how to say that. Like when he like, but when Jimmy sees the passport, he's like, he picks it up and sees it's her passport. And that's when he's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, we're fucked because that means fucking Chewie grabbed the fucking passport out of the fucking safe. So he immediately yeah. goes up to her and she's fucking crying. And he's like, yo, yo, like, like, how did you get this? Like, who, like, how the fuck did you get? Yeah, this? Like, tell like, me, you know, yeah. and 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 like he's she's like shaking her head she's fucking fucking teary-eyed and shit and he's like no like <laughs> she's like it's yours like how the fuck did you get it and she said og i think that's ogie ogie gave it to me which is shooey right yeah right and he and at that point jimmy's like we gotta get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> like, we gotta they, get out now like, we gotta get out they're gonna, they know yeah. like like let's go like we gotta go like we gotta get the fuck out of here they're gonna know like, yeah, you know, like your past, your passport is gone out of the safe. Oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to know. Um, and, it, and literally from that point, they, the, we see the Yakuza show up at the, uh, at the batting cages looking for Jimmy. Right. And Jimmy yeah. takes, takes him and his girl to a hotel, some like random hotel. And there's a whole like exchange between them um, about like, it's weird. Cause it's like, He's trying to like uh, she's really sad and upset still, but she's like stripping down and like giving him a like treating him like a customer, like a John. Right. Yeah, it was very weird. I was like, he was like, would you prefer a blowjob or like, you know, or whatever? And she like strips down and gets in the bed and she like even takes he like gives her the bag of money, his, his cut. And she takes some of the money, puts it under the pillow and gives him back the money like and then was like yeah. laying there. Like, as if, like, you know, this is transactional. Like, she's like, and she's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you just want to use me as, you don't love me. You just want to use me, like, as a whole yeah. basically, type shit, right? And Jimmy's, like, trying to explain to her goofy ass, like, dog, like. Yeah, her goofy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to Thailand for real, like, but, but like, we in trouble. Like, you know, like, like, don't you understand? Yeah, this like, is serious. This is like, like they going to murk us. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, get your fuck? head together. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um. Yeah, uh, and I don't want to monopolize this fucking shit, Grant. So, like, no, it's all good. Well, first of all, what do you? What did you? Th- like, what are your feelings about sort of not only the movie in general, but just like sort of like the way these sort of character moments in this movie, which are very interesting. The way the character bits like this scenes, like this exchange between Jimmy and and his girl, yeah. uh, like. What do you think about those in general? Because I really that's one of the aspects about this that I feel like makes it sort of stand out and then like makes it a little bit more. You know, um, more than like it, it elevates beyond being just what it is on the surface, you know, like this. this yeah, this, I, I personally I think it's like it makes it a little bit more realistic for yeah. me, where it's kind of like. You watch an American heist film, they got the shit planned out with blueprints and, you know, everything's perfect and meticulous. This shit's messy. They got some dumbasses on this team. Even that exchange with the Thai girl, like I was in, uh, I used to be in Navy. I was stationed in 
Spain and Seoul. Um, and I was dating some girls who could barely speak English. And I've had exchanges where I try to explain something. Or I've had in a time where a girl in Spain got pissed at me about something. And I was like, oh, you shouldn't even be pissed because you can't even understand what I'm trying to tell you. You know, so I, I could relate to it because it's real, you know, where it's like you could fall for a girl, you know, mistranslation. And I think it just makes it adds to the narrative. It adds to the storyline, you know, it adds to the tension, you know, yeah, because it's not just some random reason. This is a real reason why some shit like this would happen, you know. So. Yeah, and I really did think like, and this was funny is like we see like them sort of like make up, like at the very end of that moment, and then like it cuts to like them in the daytime stepping off of like a subway train, and like immediately as they come off, they're holding hands and they're like walking, and yeah. <laughs> immediately the yakuza are on them. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, of course they're like they're yeah. on them. Yeah, and like they go up to a fucking like newsstand and then like the Yakuza surround them and then it just cuts to sort of uh I believe it cuts to uh Bandai and uh Mitsuya and they're like sitting and I think they're at they're at the club, right? And they're just kind of like sitting there. Um and they're both kind of in white, which I thought was interesting. Oh yeah, they were in white, yeah. <laughs> And he's telling he's telling Mitsuya like we have to keep which again is just highlighting their like sort of relationship right they're like tandem dressed so it's fucking yeah <laughs> um, but like uh, he's telling him basically like I have to stay or they'll suspect me you know what I'm saying like I can't I have to keep the club open and stay for a little while or they'll yeah. suspect me meanwhile not understanding that like what happened with jimmy in the passport shit like the, the whole shit is fucked like yeah everything's about to unravel yeah everything's about to unravel. this this whole plan you like it, as, as, as fast as this shit was done and, and and as unthought out as this shit was done like it's all about to fucking unravel <laughs> completely quickly yeah. Right? yeah right and it, at, at that we cuts to them like uh the yakuza are like they have fucking jimmy like in some fucking like basement some dank ass basement and they're like beating the shit out of him he's like tied to a chair he's like fucking in his underwear and they're like pouring fucking water on him and beating him and saying basically yeah, trying to get information like shit out, shit out of him, him. And, the, and at the yeah. same time right it's got this this is again like this is this aspects of like takishi ishi's like movies are like the can't like he's got an eye like he's a good writer that's shot yeah he's a it's good amazing yeah it's like and then again every movie i've seen so far he's got like it's like this dude's got it all like he's a writer director he's got a great fucking eye for visuals like so it's like literally this we see like a fucking uh it's like a pan it's a wide shot pan too so you still see you still see jimmy being beat as this is happening as the fucking as it like slow pans over to reveal and the frame get wider and we see like off on the other side behind a pillar that they have his girl and they're like yakuza are standing over him and they're like raping her right yeah while simultaneously yeah. beating him and it's a very yeah. like fucking stark image dog and it's, it's very it's it, intense it's, it's some dark. intense shit right like it's yeah. like one of those things where it's like yo what the fuck and it's like that's the moments that that like again like again there's just like a lot of great like touches that this movie has and that like ishi has as a filmmaker like like i really like like 
this dude is like elevated already to like some it's like one of my faves already like he's like a new favorite I can see why like you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah because so, even so, when we hit when we hit that point i remember feeling like oh this shit's mm-hmm. real you know because you know it's a little silly to yeah, some yeah, degree yeah. you know even with the killing and everything it's kind of like oh this shit's crazy you know but then it's like oh shit this has real consequences yeah you know? yeah it has like real consequences that and like the dumb mistakes like they're like the dumb mistakes that the characters make they literally pay for like fairly fast yeah. like you know what i'm saying like yeah like this quick. shit unravels as fast as this like this whole thing like bondi came up with this whole fucked up plan like as fast as he was he, he was it's like it comes apart that quickly and immediately like after this scene bondi is like at the club and it's open and he and i think uh mitsuya comes and tells him like okay like they're here and he's like, all right. And Ben, I trying to play it cool, right? He's like, all right, I'm gonna go meet these. Yeah. And he's like, walks yeah, out. Yeah, he's and like, let me just steps. walk out. Right. Here. And he tries to greet him, and immediately the boss is there, and he's like, nah, no, nah, we know what you did, motherfucker. And they immediately yeah, attack him to fuck him fuck up. You up. And yeah. they're fucking him up. And it's not for Mitsuya comes with a gun, like literally back up the steps with yeah, a bag of a gun and shoots through. him, and like saves him, and they run the fuck out of there. Like, and he literally saves yeah. his ass because they were about to kill his ass, right? And so they they flee from the fucking club. The jig is up immediately. Like the Yakuza know everything, right? <laughs> and fucking so it cuts to them at at uh Bondi's house. And they're like fucking breaking his shit and they're like going through fucking files and shit and trying to figure out okay, who who was in on this heist with him? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like who oh, works yeah. with him, right? Um Yeah, and I think they're trying like I think that scene they're saving like paintings and they're like hold on don't break everything we can sell some yeah, of this shit yeah 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 you know? and the boss is like there are five of them like we know there were five like so we yeah. know like and he's trying to figure out who, who who the other two are because they know jimmy was you know they know jimmy because they fucking beat the shit out of jimmy they got whatever information it was going to get out of him they obviously know that you know it's fucking matsuya and and bondi are together they know that, like, you know what I'm saying? Together in more ways than one. Uh, uh, fucking, uh, yeah. uh, uh, and fucking, so they're like looking and I think they find like, I don't know where they get these files from, by the way, that he's looking through, but he does find a fucking picture. And I'm not sure if that, if the picture of uh, Ogi, Oji or Shui or whatever they want to call him. I'm not sure if that was like from like the papers that he gave him or not, but he's like this guy, like he's one of them. And then he finds the fucking newspaper clippings with the cop. With with Hitsu, Hizu, and he's like, okay, this is the other guy because he remembers making eye contact with him, and he's he sees his yeah. eyes, right? And he's like, I remember those eyes, like it's him. You know oh yeah, saying? yeah. You know, yeah. so so he's already identified like th- that quickly, like okay, all five of these guys, like we know who they are, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know it's just saying? like oh shit, you yeah. know, yeah, uh, and w- and then from that point, right, it cuts back to that basement, like underground place, and we see Jimmy. And Jimmy's fucked up, like barely alive. He's fucked up. Yeah. He's like barely alive, covered in blood. And he like crawls across the floor uh, to go to over his to girl. Where his girl. And he sees her laying on the mattress and not moving. And clearly she's dead. But he's like, he's like, he's like holding out hope because he's like, puts his hands around her face and he's like, wake up and he starts like beating on her chest hoping he can like get her to revive but she's clearly dead you know and he's like it's a really fucking like serious against that serious that tonal shifts this has it goes yeah 
it has moments of levity, but it's like goes dark really quick. You know what I'm saying? Like real quick, real serious. And like, this is another moment again where you see him sort of like fucking in like real pain. Like as he's just like fucking crying, you know, holding her, they literally just killed her, beat the shit out of him. And he's like remembering, you know, like he's like literally having flashbacks of, of them like and her and him hugging and embracing because he like he, she has that like what do you call it uh what the fuck is it you know that magenta stone what do they call that shit the rhinestone oh shit. yeah 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 On, she has like, like a bracelet bracelet that i think he gave so and they kept like yeah yeah and because he when he looks at it, it triggers it, it triggers that memory right and yeah. then like that's when the one of the yakuza guys comes down there and he sees it and he's like you're still alive and he's like literally jimmy's there like naked bloody and like yeah. at that point jimmy like attacks him and beats the shit out of him right he does like yeah. literally fucks yeah, him he up. pops off yeah mm-hmm. and then we see a scene with the boss and his like underling and they're like and the underling saying something like yo like we don't like the the boss is like who the fuck are we there's two guys in shadow sitting there right and the boss is like having a discussion with his underling and he's like who the fuck are they like we don't need these guys like like why do we like like why do we need help from queers, right? Like, that's another yeah. thing. Is like, why do we need help from queers? And we see like the unseen guy's fingers stop, like, because they're like, like, literally, jam- like, jamming on the table. And then, like, when he says that, we see his hand completely stop when he says, "Why do we need help from queers?" We still don't get a reveal of yeah. who they are yet, though. But before we can even do that, we see fucking in the doorway, fucking Jimmy, Jimmy standing in in silhouette, kind of. Bloody. And he's got bloody, <laughs> but he's got he's got his girl's hair on a wig. And her dress. Yeah. Right. And it's a fucking, he's like walking in there completely covered in blood, wearing a, like basically in fucking drag. And he's like, yeah. you killed, you killed Nami. And he's like fucking about to hit the boss. But that's when the two men stand up and shoot, shoot him to death, like basically. Right. Um, yeah. And, and like the one guy keeps shooting and he has to tell him to stop. His, his partner tells him to stop. He calls him Kazuma. That's how we know his name. Um, and then we get the reveal of who these two men are. And, one of them has one eye and and he's actually uh for those who don't know it's beat takashi and i don't know if you're familiar with beat takashi beat takashi or or is a fucking uh icon a fucking japanese icon he started his career as uh he's in all kinds of movies he's he's in battle royale um okay uh he's in a lot of fucking movies but like he even like he started out his career as like a com a a a comic he was like a fucking comic but then, yeah. like, he started to write, direct, and star in his own movies that were, like, crime movies. And, like, his first crime movie was called Violent Cop, where he plays a fucking violent cop. Um, and, yeah. like, there's a whole, like, I think his, his name is Takashi T- Takano Beat. Beat is his nickname. They call him, like, Beat Takashi. Um, so, like, literally, like, when I Strange. saw him, yeah, I was I never like, heard of him. But yeah, like, he's I've big. Like, Battle Royale. And yeah, he's the I'm teacher. Sure he's the teacher. He's the teacher in Battle oh, Royale. Okay, I know who you're he's talking about. He's in all kind yeah. of movies. He's in hella. He's, like, again, he's, like, an iconic, like, Japanese actor. Like, really big. Yeah. Japanese. So, like, Beat Takashi is one of, he's, like, the older hitman. And then the younger hitman that's with him, right, is the guy who was, we saw dancing on the dance floor with uh, Mits- Mitsuya. So, like, it's, yeah. like, oh, like, we're, like, oh, this is. Boom, and they and, and we know they're gay because he says we don't need help from queers. But these yeah. two hitmen are, I guess, you know, the higher ups of like, nah, they're gonna come get these. We're they're they sending them to go get the guys who robbed them. I guess we could. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that like the boss's boss who we met with the splinter fit is sending yeah, these guys. Fit. Like, nah, with these hitmen, right? So 
Upon us introducing Beat Takashi in his, in his sidekick, we go to uh, Shui or Ogi, right? And, and we see him, he's finally come back home, right? Now this scene right here it's, is I the wasn't most- ready for it is the you know. scene of the for me this is the most memorable scene in the fucking movie right like yeah yeah and like he goes to his house right and he's like calling for his family and it's like he's getting no response right and yeah, then he's like, like super excited like right he's like i'm finally you know? back guys daddy's home you know i made all this money and then like he's calling for his daughter and telling her to play the piano and no one's answering and then like he's like we hear a fly buzzing like and he's like swatting at a fly and all I'm at it, you're like oh shit like what the fuck yeah <laughs> fly, you're like oh but then we see a daughter his daughter come out yeah he, she like, comes out in a dress he's like, he's like yeah come go play the play play the piano for me I don't know she just goes off to play the piano and it's like covered by the door and we hear like the the tinkling of keys and he's like that's very good and he's like clapping right and then he like turns to like go. And he's like, oh, again, there's more flies. He's like swats at the fly. And he walks out the room. And as he walks out the room and closes the door, we see his daughter at the piano, but it's, she's dead. Dead, dead. Dead yeah. as fuck. <laughs> like corpses, like faces discolored. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? So then he goes to the bathroom, right? And he's, and he's like, yo, he's, he's at the bathroom. And, he, and he's like, I need, he's like, I'm home. I'm home from work and my bath's not even ready. Like, you know, like what's going on? <laughs> And he's like walking and like, he's like rolling up his sleeves and he's like checking the bath, like to like, I guess he's going to like, you know, get it ready or whatever. And like, we're still kind of like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, and you realize like, as he walks out of the bathroom and he's like heading towards where the mirror is, he like stops and we get our glimpse a little bit of like inside the bathroom. And you could kind of see like, oh, is that like blood on the wall? Right. And he's like, yeah. kind of like, you know, you're like, he doesn't yeah, quit, the mirror right? is like bro- fractured. And then we, and yeah. Splintered. And then he like looks towards the mirror and you see the mirror is broken. Like you see, oh, yeah. He's like, and then that's when he, when he's actually looking at the mirror, it like pans over and just within the doorway, you can see his dead wife's face sitting in the tub behind that blood stain. Right. And you're like, oh, shit. Right. And he's like looking in the mirror and he's still talking like, and he says some shit like, I should have never married you. And like, yeah, I had better choices. And you're like, yo, what the fuck? And you're thinking a few things because initially when I saw the scene, I thought like, oh shit, like the Yakuza got to his family, right? And I know you were, I know, like, you know, that's, uh, you know, you're thinking that like the whole time, like, yeah, it has you confused and like, it's purposely done that way too, yeah. And you're like realizing how like crazy this guy is because you're like thinking like, wait a minute, maybe he's just like. This is how this is a coping mechanism for how he's dealing with like his family. Yeah, because like this seems like dead. he's hallucinating or right. he's triggered out of reality. Right. Know. And 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 like we see him like he's looking in the mirror and he's like tweaking the fuck out, right? And, yeah. And you're like, tweaking. oh shit, he's like out of he's crazy. Like this motherfucker's crazy. But you don't you still don't quite you because you at this moment you kind of understand though you're like his family's fucking dead right yeah so it makes sense right but like it's even deeper than that like he's crazy as fuck so it's like he's literally like putting on fucking like shaving cream on his face and shit he's like (laughs) looking in this broke mirror and you're thinking like the whole time like oh he's just having a psychotic break right you know um not not even realizing that like no it's deeper than that like the psychotic break has already happened like it happened prior to like even the movie beginning right because dude is like literally puts shaving cream on and it's like shaving his face in his fucking mirror and at at a at a certain point he goes 
he shaves his face and we get as he's doing it like it pans over and we see the wife and then he walks upstairs right and he's like talking to like it's like a, first of all it's a kid's room right we know that he's yeah. like he goes into this kid's room and we see like an image of his like his son walk by right and then the son and his we see his daughter follow right and he's like looking at them and they're like moving and it's like you know it's a shadowed sort of like way that they're moving and we get the sense like we already know what's going to happen like okay the daughter's dead the wife's dead so obviously the son's going to be dead right and he's like yeah you know uh he's like talking to himself or talking to like his dead family members and he's saying something to the effect of like you know um, i'm good when i have to be and you guys should be like daddy and as he walks in the room we see his daughter and son again sitting on the bed like it's a bunk bed and we see them sitting yeah. on the lower bunk right and he's telling him like you have to be like me and all this weird shit but as he like goes to the top bunk to swat a fly we actually see his son's dead corpse like with that fucking discolored face in the bed yeah right? it's fucking it's a fucked up it's like a really fucked up dark yeah that's all right? for yeah it's yeah. just kind of like whoa the movie hasn't you know it's getting a little darker and, then and as darker it, right and know? then as it's it's, it's like sort of the camera kind of like moves this is like kind of weird sort of like panning you see there's like a bat a bloody bat on the bed right yeah yeah and then it cuts to him in the bathtub and you see him like sitting there in the bathtub and you see him like talking with his wife like and she's alive but again this is a hallucination because she's really yeah it seems like a sweet scene right like right but they've been bath. setting this up since we've met him though right yeah so this is yeah. so 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 like he's sitting in the tub with his wife talking to her as if she's alive and we're seeing her alive through sort of his sort of hallucination but but then it cuts to showing really her dead corpse her bloated discolored corpse that he's in the fucking tub with and he's having like a heart to heart with right but as he's doing that and we see that right the door to the bathroom opens up and fucking that's when uh we see someone step in right and as he's like sitting there talking with his wife right the fucking and he's like Literally, he's like putting his hand on her dead leg and like he's like rubbing it and caressing it and talking so yeah, fast. She's alive, real right? intimate, right? And you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he knows she's dead, right? It's like, and the door fucking opens, and as the door fucking opens, and he looks up, uh, Beat Takashi is there, and Beat shoots him, literally shoots him in the fucking head, right? And like, <laughs> because he literally says like, "Who are you?" and he like boom shoots him like literally splits his way like pushes his shit back <laughs> and fucking uh uh as he's like dies and like fucking slumps over with his dead wife in the fucking tub like they cut they cut two back to uh the two assassins in the living room and the younger one is looking at the little girl right and he's like yo he says something to to beat where he's like did you he's like did you kill them right yeah <laughs> yeah it's very confused like and he's like he's like does it look like i killed them like they've they're like, she's been look she's already rotten like she's she's yeah, been like dead the whole she's damn been, family she's been fucking rotten. dead yeah. right like and that's when it hits you where you're like yeah. this whole time he killed this whole because he even says you think he killed her like so this whole time you know and, and beats just like who cares right i mean he's like and the guy says something to the effect of like yo how can parents kill their own children so this whole time like when we meet this character he's slaughtered his whole family after losing his fucking job like or whatever he's killed his whole family and is like out in fucking out of town and sort of like 
crazy. He's a crazy motherfucker. So the whole time he's talking on the phone with with uh, his wife and ki- kids and shit, he's talking to himself. Like there's no one. He's, so so this whole interaction that he has with the dead people in the house is the same interaction he's been having the whole fucking time we've seen him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which is like he's been talking to these dead his dead family members like since we fucking yeah introduced to him basically. yeah you know it is a big like mind a big, fuck yeah 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 you know and then like that scene immediately follows it, it it kind of it's kind of weird because at that point like uh the two assassins end up having like sex that scene sort of punctuates with like a picture of like ogie and his family which is yeah when they're alive um. <laughs> right and then we see where we see hizu who's at a restaurant with his with his with his wife and daughter it's a very interesting there's a few interesting things about this right because you get the sense of like it, it colors his character a lot right like he's like you see him talking with his, his daughters there and you see a sort of love for his daughter and like um there's this interesting thing about like him trying to like fix everything with his family and saying like you know um i got money now and he explains to her like this is like I got the money because I kept quiet and you know when I went to jail, you know what I'm saying? Because remember he's a, he's a, he's a he's a fucking uh he's a cop, but he's a he's a he's a cop who has been sort of uh dishonored, you know what I'm saying? Or or, or you know because yeah, yeah. you know he got <laughs> he lost his job and you know for whatever claims of he went down basically we get the sense that like again it's not fully explained but it's explained enough to like he went down unjustly like he took the fall more or less for other fucking people right and he's explaining to his wife that like basically i got this money for not for he um, for like not not taking down everybody with me or whatever and and then uh the little girl says she has to go to the bathroom and the mom says okay i'll go with you and this is interesting because when she stands up and walks away with the little girl we watch her her leg we see that her leg is fucked up, like the way her leg yeah, is dragging and shit. Yeah. And I don't know what that's about. Did you catch what that was about? Like, I wasn't. I need sure to rewatch it. And I'm like, yeah. is it tied into sort of like why they got divorced? Is it tied into what happened to him? It's very, it's a very interesting moment. Yeah, that they kind of... feel, that's why I was like, I gotta rewatch it too because it feels like there's a lot of rich layers and details. Yeah. In like every scene, you know. Um, but yeah. So immediately what's interesting about this is once they go to the bathroom, um, he's sitting there smoking and then, then immediately like we hear sort of like it go quiet, like because there's music playing and then it stops. And then like, he's like, looks up and then he looks around the restaurant and the fucking restaurants suddenly empty. Like whatever other customers were there are gone. And he's like, Oh shit. Like, Oh, Oh, I'm about to get, I'm, they're about to get me <laughs> he's like he's so he gets up and he's like he's, he's heading back for where the bathroom is as his daughter and wife come out ex-wife and he's like yo he picks his daughter up and she thinks he's like he's trying to steal his, her daughter he's like no 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 we got to get the fuck out of here like it's not like that like come on we got to get out of here just calm the fuck down yeah and he's like rushing his his family out of the restaurant right and as he's like as they get outside um it's like they and they get to like where their car is that's when he sees the two hitmen and uh it's interesting because like at this moment i believe like the little girl actually sees them first because they're heading towards the car and he's carrying her yeah, she's like waving yeah. over his shoulder and yeah like, and you're like oh shit car, right and yeah. then he notices that she's waving 
And then he, and then he's like, wait a minute. And he looks to where she's waving. And that's when he makes eye contact and he sees, Oh, like younger hitman is waving back. And they, they turn, they're, they're at, they're out there. He steps, the beat steps out of the car and turns the lights on. He shoves his family in the car and they start shooting at him and he dives over the car. Yeah. Right? It's like very cool shot. He dives immediately. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know. <laughs> and so he's like ducked behind the car and then he like opens the passenger side door on the other side to check on his family. And that's when he sees that like the bullets that they're shooting at him have killed his daughter and fucking wife. But immediately that's when the doors open on the other side and he sees fucking beat. That's another cool, cool light of shot where it's like, yeah, the, the gun is pointing like from the fucking driver's side door at him. And he immediately fucking ducks, ducks the shot, gets up and the young, the young assassins on the other coming around the car. He, he takes off and he manages to get the fuck away. He's like literally runs away. Um, and they're like shooting at him, but then they realize it's kind of useless. They're like, fuck it. Like, you know, like we're going to catch him later. So like he gets yeah. away, but obviously he, he, his wife and kid are now fucking dead. Right. Um, which is fucked up. And then we go back to, to, uh, we go back to what's the dog. What's up? Uh, <laughs> uh, then we go back to, um, we go back to Bandai and Mitsuya. Right. And then they're uh, at the boatyard together. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. At the boatyard. And they're trying to like uh, get, I think Mitsuya's on the phone trying to get for, for like tickets to fucking like, I don't know if it's bus tickets or some shit or something to the effect. Like, uh, yeah, they're trying to get the fuck out of town. Yeah, um, trying to get the hell out, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think, yeah, Mitsuya is like, at this point, Mitsuya is just sort of kind of, you know, he's being kind of cheerful with Bandai and shit. And he's like, you know, he's still kind of, uh, I don't know like it's kind of weird because this whole scene is still them sort of like flirting and shit it's very like it's very flirtatious in nature despite it is the, very despite despite their yeah. situation right despite the circumstances of their situation this whole time it's like the sexual tension is real between these guys um i mean one who's overtly gay and then the other one who is like not but is i don't know like again it's kind of interesting yeah like, that, how, how that like know. that whole like yeah, this is a very homoerotic heist movie. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, uh, multiple scenes. I was like, this is kind of homoerotic, you know. But yeah, whatever, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> and and then um, it cuts to them at the bus station or whatever. Um, and like, I think we do see a quick like flash of like. It's like the I think they show like the I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong but I believe they kind of show um, Hizu's wife and child and they're like flashing pictures of their bodies in the car like uh, there's something yeah you're pretty much on brand um, I can't remember spe super specifically but yeah yeah know. and at the bus station um, once once they get their tickets um, and they're like walking to the go to the bathroom. Um, through the window, Hizu like taps on it, and they see Hizu, and Hizu like motions for uh, for Bandai and, and and to come outside, and they go on the bus. And this is an empty bus before it's you know bound to leave. Um, and so like, and then obviously Mits, uh, Mitsuya comes on with him, and like uh, they have this like exchange between the three of them, and like basically, uh, I think Hizu says. Like he gives him a, a fucking a newspaper, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. He does go. Yeah, he gives Bandai a fucking a, a fucking newspaper. And like, meanwhile, like uh, as he's doing this, like uh, Mitsuya's got the gun on on Hisu. He's like doesn't really yeah. trust him and shit, right? Right. And then he like looks and he sees like uh, the family of four slaughtered, and it's fucking uh, Shui or Ogi. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he's you know, and they don't really know like you know, they know that like oh shit like, first of all, I think Mitsuya asks. He's if he did it right, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then like even Bandai's like, nah, it's my fault. He's like, you know, like it's my fault. This whole thing is my fault. He's like, you know, at that yeah. point, he's like kind of take, taking the blame for this whole this whole shit. And and he's not he's not wrong, you know. No, it's not. <laughs> like, this is his stupid ass <laughs> idea. Uh, yeah, he was he recruited. You told everybody about this right. shit, you know. And then he mentions to uh Bandai like you said on the phone that like I lost some money, and he asked him how much, and he's like all of it right and then bandai is like well you know what you can like fucking have have my take my my half like yeah. you know what i'm saying and then mitsuya is looking at him like are you fucking crazy dog like you're gonna give right. me this <laughs> and he and, and and then he's like i think i think um he's who tells him like you know i can't pay you back right and then he only takes some of the money right he doesn't take all of it yeah he, like literally grabs it and then like takes some puts it in his pocket and then he tells him that he like he doesn't have a gun or no, or he says, "Have you got guns?" He asks Bandai if, if he's got guns, and Bandai pulls his pistol out, hands it to him. He's like, "We've got two. and then he and he doesn't take it. He just tells him, "Like you know, like you're gonna need it more or less, you know, like you know, two pros are coming for you." Like he's like, "Yeah," you know, he's like, "So forget all the sightseeing and just get the fuck, just get the fuck away." Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like Mitsuya's like, "How do you know all this, right?" And he's like, "It's not written anywhere," and it's like. I think uh, Hizu just like blows. He like just walks away, right? He doesn't even. Yeah, write. he just kind of strolls off, like nothing phases him. Like he and, never mentions that, you like know. you know what's happened. He's never mentioned that his family. He got to a shootout. You know, he never tells them or whatever. And at that yeah. point, like I think the bus driver actually comes on and says, like guys, we're like we're not ready yet. Like you have to like wait till your tickets have have been checked before you like get on the yeah. bus and leave. Yeah. Um. And at that point, they like leave the bus. I think uh Hizu walks off, and then uh. That's when Bandai and um, isn't that when Bandai and Mitsuya go to the bathroom after that? Like because they were gonna go to the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was trying to think, I was like, what the hell happened? But yeah, that's exactly yeah. They go, they kind of stop. Right. So they go to the bathroom, and that's when uh, the fucking hitmen attack them. They roll up. Yeah, yeah they, they roll up. You know, like immediately they're on. Like they don't waste no time. Like you know what I'm saying? Like get into them. Like. Uh, oh yeah and i think bandai because what they go out of the bathroom yeah they go they leave the bathroom so like they leave the bathroom after they use it and then bandai is like buying something at the little fucking counter like where they sell like the the, like little fucking it's like you know it's a shop that they have in the bus station shop yeah and like that's when they like walk down the steps and through the glass doors of the fucking shop they look in and they see him he turns over his shoulder and sees him and then he looks over across the room to where Mitsuya is coming out of the bathroom. And that's when he like runs towards him firing his gun and they pull their guns and fire at him. And he literally like shields Mitsuya as he like pushes him yeah. back toward the bathroom. It's like real dynamic the way he runs and, yeah, yeah. you know, and then he gets like, back into the bathroom. Right. And he's like shot and leaning against the shut door. Right. And like Mitsuya is like holding on to like, to the door because like the hitmen are on the other side 
and yeah. like it's like it's the two hitmen and like he's like you know he's like i think he, and he does mitsuya uh is like looking at him checking him and i think uh bandai hit hit the younger one right yeah he did shoot yeah. the younger one but he didn't hit beat but like the younger one's still alive though but he but he did hit him and he even says yeah. like like i think one's down right and they're so they're sitting there trapped in this bathroom with their backs against the door and and then i think bandai says the cops will be here soon and we can get away then right like anticipating yeah. trying to like wait yeah. the hitman out but fucking we see the gun like just peek like, out from, peek under, out the from under the little bottom of the door and shoot him like in the ass basically or like right, right on the, the ass yeah. right like boom he like shoots him a couple times like boom boom <laughs> it's kind of fucked up right he's like oh shit like and then like mitsuya's like fucking holding on to him and shit and he like even calls him like ass he's like calls him an asshole like the fucking uh for shooting him and shit um and it's this whole like final sort of scene with between him and uh you know and it's like this is where uh, like I feel like it's truly revealed that like Bandai and Mitsuya's sort of like actual like relationship and his love because yeah, he like he like, like reaches he comes over to him and kisses him like right on the lips, right, right? on the lips. But right? you're kind of like this shit's the end, you know? <laughs> right, right. And literally kisses him and then dies. Like you know what I'm saying? Like uh, yeah, it's real, real sweet, real, real, real. Yeah, it's a very I guess bitter. It's a poignant. It's a poignant moment for yeah. real. Yeah. And like yeah. he dies, and like he ends up like like you can hear the sirens coming, and I guess at that point the hitmen are like fuck it we gotta go, and so uh, more or less this this gives uh, Mitsuya the window to get away, um, and he's able to like leave you know now he's completely his his dead lover he's processing the fact that like this man that he loved is dead yeah <laughs> and he's like. Just, he's like like literally like saying you know like where are you going i'm coming with you you know um and there's this whole other scene after that like where we see Mitsu, mitsuya uh like contemplate killing himself but he can't go through with it yeah he goes to the boat yard he goes to the boat back to the boat he's like tying himself up with an anchor, anchor and shit. yeah like he's <laughs> gonna throw it in the fucking and he's like putting the gun in his he's mouth done. but he can't pull the trigger yeah and like, he like the anchor even falls into the water and he's like he fucking like grabs it like oh shit like yeah he's like up. i don't really yeah i can't go through know. with it and he's like literally looking up at the sky like apologizing like i can't i can't i know i need to meet you but i i can't come to meet you bad yeah. and, and it's this whole fucking you know uh it's real uh, real dramatic right know. and i'm trying to remember uh how it gets to how it transitions to um, that moment, right? Where, 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 because at a certain point um, after sort of the whole like thing with Mitsuya, him and him and uh, he's all decide to basically go after the hitman in, in the Yakuza guy, the boss, all the motherfuckers. Because they end up going yeah. back to the office, right? It's raining and shit. That's another aspect too that I noticed. One of the part of part of the aesthetic of like uh, uh, these uh, Takashi Ishe Ishe movies is there's a lot of like there's a lot of always like heavy rain and a lot of neon. Uh, it's like it's like so, this. He has like a lot of neon lights and neon noir. It's like a, it's yeah. a neon noir sort of aesthetic that he has with his movies because like it, you notice it rains a lot. Like there's a lot of scenes in the. It does rain a lot. It's always. So this. It just rained, or there's evidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like the scene where like they're actually uh outside of the fucking um, and I'm trying to remember how this shit plays out, 
because if you remember, right, like there's a scene where the boss and his men are talking with the two hit men, right? And the two hit and, and the boss is kind of like the beat basically tells him, like, you said they were amateurs, right? But like, but they have fucking guns and like my my partner got shot. He's like kind of pissed off, right? Yeah. He's like kind of like low-key pissed off. Like he's like, you know, you know, like um these these guys that you know they all they're like you know like because then the boss is sort of pissed because he's like they're not all dead yet like you know what i'm saying like yeah like the majority of them are like they got bandai they got you know OB, yeah they got jimmy and yeah, the girl they were you fucking know what I'm saying? Them up. yeah but they're still they're still mitsuya and the fucking he's even though they killed his wife and kid right um yeah. but we see like uh fucking uh a scene with and I'm trying to remember how this again. I'm trying to remember this if because I correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like it it happens kind of quick. Yeah, a lot, and that's end. another thing about this movie too. I feel like everything, even though this movie's like basically two hours, I feel like everything happens fairly quick. Like when the yeah. show, it doesn't waste its time, like like no, getting uh, to sh- the, fuck around. the plot yeah. points. Really, it's like boom, and the next thing you know, it's like like because it there's a scene where. And I'm trying to remember, like, it's with, it's with Hisu and he's like loading a gun, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then he's like, then there's the phone. And then we see, we see uh, Mitsuya on like laying there and their phone's ringing. Right. Yeah. And that's, and then he won't answer the phone. Right. And he's got a gun and he puts it to his head. And that's when we see the anchor shit. Right. That's when it. You know what I'm saying? We see him like fucking at the boatyard and he's like trying to commit suicide and all of that shit. And he, he doesn't go through with it. And it's at the batting cages, right? Mitsuya cuts it. Mitsuya, yeah, we see, yeah, yeah, we yeah, see yeah. Mitsuya at the batting cages and he sees Bandai at the batting cages there. He's like swinging. He's like hitting balls. Yeah. And like, uh, and, and actually, you know, for uh, you know, for despite his zestiness, like when he's got a good swing, he's like cracking balls and shit. It's like okay, like he is, yeah, totally like switched yeah. it up. Like he became like low key hand eye coordination was on point. Like you know, uh, his zestiness, his zestiness power supercharged him. You when know? <laughs> he plays baseball, he's not zesty. Um, nah. And then like <laughs> he looks over, and then that's when he sees fucking uh uh, uh fucking Hizu there, and then. At that point, we see Hizu and, and Mitsuya in the car outside the office of the Yakuza, right? And they're like yeah. waiting them out, basically, because they're going to fucking, you know, uh, go in. Um, and we see, I think Mits, Mits, Mitsuya is looking at pictures of Hizu's wife and daughter, and he says, he's asking him about them, and he's saying, you know, your wife, your daughter's, you have a beautiful daughter, and your wife's beautiful too. And at that point, like I think he's who pulls some some drugs out, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And he asks, he he offers, he offers it to Mitsuya. And he and Mitsuya's like, nah, I'm straight, bro. Like, you know. And so he's who looks like he's about to take the drugs himself, right? And uh he's literally like takes the hyper, he's got the needle and he's like pokes it in the fucking whatever the fucking i don't know what he's taking i don't know if it's hair oh yeah yeah i was like what drug, drug are they is that right it doesn't here. look yeah right. <laughs> and like mitsuya like looks off right and then like uh uh it starts to rain right the rain starts to fall and fucking yeah. uh we think that he's about to shoot up but like he ends up like 
decide not to and like throws the fucking uh the needle out the window because he's like he literally has rolls his sleeves up and he's like about yeah. to and you see him like sort of contemplate it and then he kind of like says fuck it like for whatever reason and and he realizes he, this is not this is not what he needs to do he looks i think he looks at looks at the reflection of the pictures on the fucking dashboard that are in the window of his of his wife and daughter yeah and then he's just like all right fuck it he need, he cracks the window and throws the fucking needle out the window um and then he like fucking falls asleep right yeah something yeah, like that yeah because yeah. they're they're waiting for like the fucking yakuza people to show up more or less right so so he falls asleep and you know and and then like time passes and like mitsuya's awake and he and and, and when the fucking white fucking uh, mercedes pulls up right uh and it's like, oh, shit. he's like, fuck. He looks over at Hizu, but Hizu's knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying? So at that point, you know, he's like, fuck this. And he grabs a gun and goes by himself. Right. And of course, just like everything happens in this movie, just like gun hole, no planning. Right. So they pull into the little garage area and fucking immediately, like as they're as the boss is getting out and he's talking to his men and he's like fucking drunk and shit, fucking like talking shit. And like uh uh one of the guys spots fucking uh Mitsuya running through the rain at them in a fucking coat. And it's yeah, like he pulls up. Yeah, he's like literally sight. running with yeah. his hand under <laughs> ducked, ducked under the coat, running up. And immediately one of the guys like goes to like approach him as he's running towards them and he pulls the hammer out and literally just yes. starts firing. <clears throat> he's fucking and, him up. Right. He's know. like shooting them all and shit, like, oh shit. And like literally they're like scrambling as he's as he's like shooting at him. And at some point, right, I believe it, it, it fucking he's shooting because like I don't know how many of them he shoots, but he shoots several of them. It's right? a lot. Yeah, right. it's almost like all of them. And then one of the, the one of the, uh, the, the, the 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 sort of like main sort of underling jumps over the car with a gun, shoots at him and clips him. And that but, yeah. but that's when the fucking uh, he's who drives the car into the other car and jumps out. Yeah. Right. And he starts shooting. Right. And then like as they're sh- as he's shooting, he gets hit, but then he kills the one guy. Um, and then it's like, I'm trying to remember how this plays out because they're like they're both sort of they've both been sort of wounded, right? But yeah, they're like, are yeah. the two hitmen upstairs? I think that's what fucking uh Hizu asked him, and he says he don't know. Let's go, let's go to goes to look. And like as he's going to look, he checks his 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 wound because he's been hit, like he's been hit in like fucking side or whatever. And I think Mitsuya looks back at him. And he sees the boss on the fucking floor and he shoots the boss. They both shoot the boss, but the boss shoots Hizu again. Right. And so yeah. Hizu drops and shit. And then like, uh, I think at that point, the boss is the boss gets like up and it's like fucking he, I don't know how many times they shoot him, but they shoot him several times. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like staggering into the fucking rain, basically out of the garage hit. And he's like pulling off clothes as he's staggering into the rain and they're in like, yeah, he's got, we see he's got like a vest on underneath it and shit. So he's taking several shots, but they're like still hitting him. Right. They're shooting him and shit. And he's like walking into the rain as they both shoot him. And like, ultimately um, I'm trying to remember how this shit plays out. Cause he literally pulls the vest off at yeah. a certain point. Right. Yeah. And turns around and he's like basically empties, empties his gun shooting at him. Right. 
and he pulls out another fucking pistol. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's trying to like he's like the boss is like holding the fucking uh the vest out in front of him. Like he, he shoots him again and again and then literally falls to his knees and then shoots him a final time in the fucking forehead. Right. And like literally the boss is dead out in the middle of the rain. And like Mits- Mitsuya's out in the rain with him. And like at that point, I think that's when uh beat the older uh the older fucking hitman comes, right? Yeah. And yeah. shoots him. He shoots. He yeah, shoots he pulls him. up with his umbrella. You know, right. He's literally right? standing right behind yeah. him with yeah. the umbrella, <laughs> and literally hits him. Bam, bam, bam. And then he shoots Mitsuya too a couple times, right? But doesn't kill yeah. Mitsuya. But like, it's clear Hizu is like he got took the worst of it, right? Yeah. And and like he's laying there, and then like as he as he shoots them both, then he calls for uh, Matsuma, the young the young guy, and he comes out with crutches because remember he's he he got hit by Mitsuya. Yeah. In the bathroom. And he tells him to give him his other gun, right? And he's like, because he ran out of bullets. But then the young, he shoots the, that's when Mitsuya shoots the young one, like the young hitman, and literally kills him, right? And, and yeah. he's like, literally, he's like, shots, shoots him in the chest, and he's like, grabbing up at fucking, you know, the old, the old hitman beat. And he's like, brother, uh, he's like holding on to him. And he's like, <laughs> you know, and he's like, like, Kazuma and shit. And there's like, fucking, he's, he watches him die, and he's like, fucking, you know his partner slash lover fucking like he's like you know he's sad that this, he's like literally but that at that same moment the cops come right? yeah the cops just the cops pull, pull up, up and then he just like, like looks up at the cops time. and just walks over to them and starts shooting at them like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> and he's calling them fucking idiots and he's like shooting at them and he yeah. like walks over there and so as he's literally over there killing the cops mitsuya like gets up and fucking takes off right like he, he uses yeah. this moment to get the fuck away even though he's wounded, he's able to like, you know, because because beat is literally preoccupied with like killing the police. And then we see a scene of him like by himself on a bus listening to fucking music. Right. With some headphones. Yeah. He's in the back of the bus. Yeah, I was like, sitting there thinking, I was like, oh, he's he's out of here. You know, he survived. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. We're thinking like, oh, this is the tail end of his story. Right. Because he's yeah. like uh, going back to, uh, I believe. Does he say? I can't remember where he's what what I don't remember where he's going. I can't remember what part of Japan he ends up going, but we do know I do know that he does have uh he goes to the bathroom and then comes back to come back onto the bus, right? Because they make a stop, right? Um yeah. And like it doesn't he have like uh he brings like two drinks from the fucking from the fucking vending machine. Oh yeah, he sits down and he sits down because he has your drink because he has a box of I guess it's his ashes or I guess it's I guess it's Bandai's ashes. Yeah, you know, or, I you know, assume and, the same thing, something like that. And he sits down next to the box, and he's like about to have a drink, and then he looks up, and there's Beat on the bus, right? Yeah, walking up onto the bus, right? Yeah, it's like his, here's this motherfucker, of course. And he's just like frozen yeah. there, like oh shit, like he sees him, he walks up to him, and he tries to pull his hammer. Right. He tries to pull his gun. He does try. Yeah. He gets it out, but it's but he's yeah. already got to drop on him. So like by the time he gets his to his gun, beat literally pulls his gun and and shoots him. You know what I'm saying? But he does manage to hit him. Right. He does, but but, yeah. but Mitsuya gets shot dead center in the chest, right? So it's, it, we know it's over for him, like literally. And fucking uh we see uh beat who's also taking a hit, but it's like I believe it's like it's like in the side, right? And it's yeah. like you don't quite know if it's a mortal wound yet. Like we don't really quite fucking know. 
because we like, well, he's already seen him survive already, but you're like, okay, maybe he's not dead, but he's clearly hurt. And then at that point, like he's looking at uh, Mitsuya who's dying and are basically dead. Right. Like literally yeah. like the life leaves him, or he's like almost dead because I, I think he like looks over when beat sits on the seat across from him. Right. Like, yeah, he like looks over at him as he's dying. Right. And they're both sort of like bleeding out in the seats next to each other. And like literally to the point where they both sort of like the, we watched the life leave them both. And yeah. then like the women come up who were on the bus toward the front, come back on with their little fucking uh, bags of shit. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they're the so, bus. they're all so happy. Yeah. And yeah cheerful, they're little, you know. their little tourist shit on. Right. And then like the bus driver comes on and he counts and he can, he can't see beat cause he's too slumped down in the seat, but he can see the top of Mitsuya's head. And he yeah. sees the women, so he does the count real quick and says, like, All right, cool, it's time to go. Let's go. Like, all the passengers yeah. are accounted for. And the bus rolls off, you know, um, with these two dead men in in the fucking back of the bus. Um, and it's sort of like you it actually goes to this it holds on like a shot of like uh Mitsuya's like looking like he's staring out the window, like with his lifeless sort of eyes and shit. And you see, and it's like uh it's like a great little sort of uh final kind of uh yeah i love the final shot like, like yeah his, like almost his headphones are on and yeah because it is looks like, beautiful outside you know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a very sort of like a poetic kind of yeah uh ending and moment right where you're like oh shit because this shit was doomed from the beginning right yeah you knew it was doomed yeah yeah you know? it, it's one of those movies where it's like and it ends on that shit of him just like staring out the window <laughs> dead as the bus the countryside goes by from the bus windows yeah. and shit um and and yeah and that's going in like uh it's a fucking you know we we did it we 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 ruined the whole movie so you know we did um, ruin the whole movie <laughs> so if you want to watch this don't listen to this podcast because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we fucking we ruined the movie you know but uh so. no nah, um so final thoughts on on Gonan grant i fucking love it i i was pretty sure i like it just i read the synopsis and i was like okay cool um yeah it's great it makes me want to check out uh more takashi's here's the thing i've got i've managed um i've managed to track down about i want to say six or seven of these movies so far um, but they're oh, not they're, easy. To... they're not easy like oh, it, it, takes, it takes a little work to find where these fucking movies are they're not really so that's uh, kind of like some of Takashi and Mike's catalog. yeah but here's yeah but yeah yeah but even more obscure because yeah um because Mike there's stuff that is a lot takes a lot less like this takes a little effort a little effort a little searching to no, find i believe something. you i believe you. yeah so i've you i've know. got a few of his movies but like i had to really like dig around to really find like i know you gave me the file for this i yeah. was about to rent it mm-hmm. and i couldn't find it anywhere to no. rent you can't find you none know, of there this were links none of for shit amazon and none of this like, shit is streaming none of this shit is streaming like none yes yeah, it's, it's fine they should someone yeah yeah now there have, there have been some like discs some blu-ray i mean not blu-rays um but like oh definitely, yeah definitely some dvds like that you can buy yeah. of his shit uh for sure um 
And I think a few of his movies, you can, if you, for those who still subscribe to the, uh, the Netflix DVD service, which is low key a gym, because there's, there's things on the DVD service, uh, that aren't I didn't even know they were still. Yeah. People that. don't really know, yeah. but it's still there. It's still there. I think it's like, you pay like nine 99 a month and it's oh, like, shit. you can still get it. And it's like the people that really still just subscribe to that subscribe to it because there's, there's, they have stuff that's like hard to find. That is oh, not that available streaming, but it's, they have the disc. Sauce. Yeah, you so know. I think there's like, I think his, uh, I think they're called like the Black Black Angel movies. I think they have the Black Black Angel 1 and Black Angel 2. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think you can find those on YouTube too, but they're not it's really shitty quality. Um, but yeah. you have to like, you can't, if you type it in, it won't immediately come up either though. You have to like search. Uh, yeah, to even find I love those. it. I, f- I fuck But I found, um, <clears throat> I found several of his movies. Um the one I'm watching, uh, the one I'm watching now is called uh, "Alone in the Night," and it's really fucking uh, fucked up. Uh, it's about a, a woman uh, whose husband is a cop, and then like he gets murdered by the yakuza, and then oh, she wants shit. she wants revenge, and she tries to get close to them, and they end up like raping her and like uh, selling her into prostitution. And oh, then, like, shit. And she's like trying yeah and then yeah it's a whole this is really, dark you yeah know? yeah <laughs> yeah and, and then um i've got this other one that's it's his i've got his first movie too the angel guts one red vertigo i've got that uh yeah i've got this other one called uh freeze me which is like seems really fucking like yeah and then i've got some of these more and i think freeze me kind of borderline borderline pink film um hello darling my girlfriend um, I think it's about a guy who has like a, a doll, sex doll comes to life or something. I don't fucking know. Um, and then like uh, it's, another, it's about an otaku. Um, and uh, what was I'm trying to look through my list. I have the sequel, the very hard to find sequel uh, to uh, Nude and Night. I found that um, and night, a night nude, nude and night. I, I'll send you. <laughs> I can send you it, bro. Uh, Appreciate uh, it. You'll dig a nude night. I think. I think a night in nude is. I would put it above Gonan, uh, but they're they're oh, pretty. Shit. But I think yeah, I, I think they're. But they're both like to me. They're both like fucking five star. It's a great. Yeah, I feel like this would have a heavy fan base if it was on streaming. I mean, all I think a know? lot of his shit would because it's like yeah. again like his movies. At least the ones I've seen, you know, so far, I've, I've, I've been tracking down as many as I can get. Like, um, Ishii's movies are, again, like, yes, they are softcore, some of them, but, like, they're far they're far more erotic in, than obscene, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess exactly, because like, as I was watching, I was like, it's definitely erotic, you know, and not in your face and like he just died recently too like he died back in oh May. shit yeah he got like cancer he was like 75 um yeah so yeah he R. literally R. right rest in peace to 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 the the uh the 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 goaded the goaded uh, goaded filmmaker that like i feel like has like doesn't get in enough shine like all these guys like he definitely Su- does that i could tell I like, like all these guys like sukamoto um who was one of my faves and, and mike who was one of my faves you know like they get they get the clout for sure uh but i think yeah. he's i think in japan he, he does i think in japan he he get he he got his due i think oh, okay good at least from I what i so. from what i understand i think you know i felt i yeah. feel like 
I feel like he was pretty uh, well known in Japan. Um, well, what? How do you feel about that uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs comparison? Because when I looked it up, much we were like, it's like Reservoir Dogs. I was like, what, Gonin? No. Yeah, I saw people comparing this to Reservoir I feel like, Dogs. Man, hell no. Ain't yeah, no, that's what ain't I said. Nothing like Reservoir like, Dogs. This is a sloppy compare. Like, yeah, that's a bad comparison. That's just people yeah, like, like that haven't like really watched a lot of movies. Yeah, or have, have, I was very they just, conf- yeah. There's not. It's nothing like Reservoir Dogs. It's not okay, even. Close. I'm glad we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah, if you think this it's is like, like I've seen Reservoir Dogs a bunch. Like, yeah, this, yeah. I was looking for the comparisons. Nah, and I was like, nah, this nah. is this not. isn't like City on Fire, which is like yeah, City on fire is the Ringo Lam movie that people say Quentin copied uh to make yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And to a certain extent, I kind of see what they're saying, but really not really. Like yeah. yes, yes and no. Like yeah. I feel like yeah, he probably took a little bit from it, but really not. I think Reservoir Dogs is more it actually has a lot of uh I've said this before, but like I feel like Quentin kind of cribbed a little bit of uh uh george v higgins is uh fucking friends of eddie coyle uh a lot of i feel like reservoir dogs if you read friends of eddie coyle i feel like reservoir dogs is highly influenced by that shit um my thought look into this you know i'm surprised you haven't read friends of eddie coyle bro no i haven't you oh know never even heard of it so i'm about to check it out after this so bro, it's a classic know. crime novel some of the greatest dialogue ever bro. like uh just it's the book is mostly dialogue Oh shit! Well, I'm with it. You yeah, know. yeah, it's mostly about dialogue. to get hit. So yeah, yeah, you need to like. And speaking of uh, crime novels, I mean, now that we're when we last when I last had you on, uh, fucking, your books weren't out, you know. Oh but yeah, now, that's true. That's true. They're finally out. But yeah. now, Black oh. Gypsies and fucking, uh fucking uh god's leftovers leftovers are into are in the world and before you know i i i in this podcast i just want to ask you how's it been so far man now that now that you've been it's been going well now that you've got i'm actually very happy very happy with the responses so far because like my first two books people fuck with them they like them but this is the first time I've had people get emotional, especially yeah. with Black Gypsies. People have gotten emotional. I've been like, wow, you know, um, people in my DMs. And then God's Leftovers, um, extreme horror. Yeah. And I was a little nervous because, you know, Twitter's so woke and everything. There was a week where they're like, we don't want sex in books, you know we don't want this we don't want violence and it's just kind of like can i do anything and i was just like fucking i'm gonna lean all the way in to everything you know with the cannibalism the rape the necrophilia all that shit and god's leftovers but women love god's leftovers you know um people been asking me for prequels and sequels so yeah, I'm gonna cool. give them a prequel and a sequel so well here's the thing i feel like because you had such a long sort of like hiatus from like releasing but also yeah. the two their your previous books were so were niche were so niche right yeah yeah and, and, niche, and, and what yeah. i mean by that is like bizarro is is, is a niche within a niche it's right? very niche yeah. so like you yeah. expanding into other genres like crime fiction and fucking extreme horror are niche but they're they have bigger 
like they have those a much are, bigger those are genres yeah. or subgenres that have uh crossover uh sort of appeal like you can get more readers in those subgenres yeah. than you can in yeah. bizarre you know what i'm saying yeah so even so goodreads most yeah, yeah. immediate people wanting to read leaving reviews and shit at the frequency so i'm like oh okay good you know so but making me feel good makes me feel more uh what's the word like confident with what i'm doing so it's kind of like oh y'all fuck with this you fuck with this well i got more more you know so So, yeah i did see that you got a few things coming uh so you can might as well plug plug your two books and then plug your next shit and then we'll call yeah, it. Yeah, let me we'll see. Yeah, guys, leftovers, black gypsies, available Amazon bookshop. If you don't like Amazon, go to Barnes and Noble and look me up. You'll find it there. Um, what else do we got coming? It's Suicide House with the Broken River Crew. So that's like J. David Osborne, David Simmons. Um, Shout out to Broken Kelby, River. Kelby Losack, uh, Eddie Rathke. So really cool book. Um, and then I announced The Hum of the World and other short stories next year. So that's my debut short story collection. So, you know, so that, that's coming. So, so yeah, for those a lot of hot who, shit. For those who don't or aren't hip to Grant, which I don't know why you wouldn't be if you listen to this. Yeah, why but wouldn't you be? Get hip, <laughs> cop them books read them shits and if you're not hip to which i'm pretty sure most people aren't uh, if you're not hip to takashi ishe yes these movies are a little they take a little bit of uh, effort to find but you will be rewarded for your effort as always um i don't know how to end this so this, this is the end They tell me these niggas been pressing the wrong construction But I get my shit from my auntie, game from my uncle Fuck is it L, get W's, flipping around, get money She ain't like a dope, she know that I'm coming, I'm sunny Bitch, I've been school since a young I keep shit on myself cause I'm bad at listening Post my cup, probably bad for business I be thinking everything, niggas say cap Rookie asshole selling out for an app Getting how a mess, say really miss act Nigga wanna play and they made him stat City too crazy, you fake it for rap After all, he's been through the single markets. Aldrich oh. scored 20,000. <laughs> I'm just fine.